It's poppin' time. Welcome to another episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. We're talking about this week's comic books, or at least the the books that came out last week. We are. We're going to talk about what happened to them. We're going to recap and review them, tell you what we thought about them. And then at the end of the show, we're going to re-recommend, uh, I should say. We're going to re-examine. Uh, we're going to re-examine our lives and why we're doing this in the first place. <laughs> no, we're going to be talking about books that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. And we're going to add another element to the show, which we're going to try out. It's a pilot program. It's fire. Off the Rack. It's what? Fire. What about it? You can't yell fire in here. No, I'm not yelling. This is a death trap. This we're, place is a, 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 a box of kin, kindling. We're adding it. You said we're adding another element. I yeah. chose fire. Oh, I see. Like, yes, the fire, like earth, wind, water, and fire. I yeah. say yes. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we're, we're going to be having a, a good old-fashioned like conversation about something that's happening in the news and the world of comics. Wow. So we're going to add that element to the show and it's, see if it changes things up. It's coming. Right. Uh, where do you want it? Do you want it in the middle or do you want it at the beginning? I always do it at the beginning. All right, let's try it in the beginning. Right now. All like... right. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, that's great because what I want to talk about is uh, something that's near and dear to our hearts. We talk about this sometimes anyway. Like, that's actually an element of the show that I find to be a thing we do already. But I figured, why not? Uh, we should also mention that this show is sponsored by viewers like you. You watch the show live. Guess what? You're a sponsor. All you got to do to sponsor today's show is use Super Chats. You can ask a question or comment. We'll put it here on the show. And uh, you'll be part of the show. And the first seasons go into the infrastructure that is Comic Pop. Allow us to keep doing this. Allow us to have the space uh, for me to buy more arcade machines. I'm kidding. I, those are my money. I don't use your money for that. But uh, I guess your money becomes my money. So technically, all of it is. But That's you know. not true. You didn't buy all those for yourself. I did not. No, you guys bought me that. Yeah. That's right. But uh, yeah, but feel free to use them and uh, it'll help with the show because, you know, YouTube is a volatile, uh, complicated it's a machine. Crazy place. It's a crazy place. a wild west. Mm. But I should say I was watching a, uh, uh, like a discussion about YouTube where really it was about a prominent YouTuber who was talking about it, how they like live, eat and breathe YouTube. And uh, I really like this job. I really like doing this and I'm very happy here. And uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, I really like doing this, and I want to keep it. So I'm, like, guarding it, like, like you know, fiercely, like a mama bear. You know, I'm just like, meh, this is my job. I like it. And it's not just because it's easy, because <laughs> it's not always easy. No. But it's always fun. I really like this I've job. I've definitely seen you where it's not easy. No. Usually it's when I'm watching uh, Spider-Man the Animated Series for DJ show, uh, Spider-Versity. But, uh, but everything else is, is usually pretty fun. Yeah. No, I have seen you. Though. No, I do All like right. that show. You know what it is, though? It's, there's a lot of volatility. That's true. No, actually, uh, apropos of that, I was just watching. Uh, I was, I was. Uh, this week's back issues is going to get a ton of crap. I just know oh, it. The one coming up. The one this oh, week. Oh, I know. No, I know. That's I just, why, I, like, I, I did a little like... tester. I was like, I just tweeted this picture, and people lost it. Now, by the way, for the most part, ninety nine percent of the of the replies were positivity, which is exactly how it is here. You know what I mean? Like, okay. especially on the on the comic pop side, despite the fact that Wait, today the, the episode's coming out. Yeah, it's coming out on Wednesday. I just, I just cut it. It's no, done. oh, I know. I meant like that episode that's coming out. That's what you meant. That's what I'm talking the, about. The ones you were shooting this week, because I was like, yeah, they are going to get a, a no, crap. no, no, no. They're I gonna, think... they're gonna love it. Trust me. Trust we'll me. Okay. I got the, I got the sketch all ready to go. By okay, the way, in my okay. head, I figured it out. It's exactly what we talked about, but I figured out how I'm going to shoot it and everything. It's really simple. But uh, yeah, no, but. 99% of the comments were really positive and I, I that's that's a testament to you guys. Right. Like you are the positivity that we crave and that make this thing so uh, great despite the fact that today we got a comment that said Comic Pop is the single worst comics channel on YouTube. 
And I found that to be a you know a badge of honor. So That's thanks nice. a lot, Greg. I hope he sends us an award. Yeah, he Thank can't because he's banned. But like, <laughs> I appreciate that. That's what a nice, what a nice. I know the say. worst one. I'm like, there are a lot of them. No, but especially over the last couple of years. He's actually he's seen them all. Yeah, there's actually no way he has been able to watch all of them. And there are a lot, so there's a lot of time. Worst one. Being angry. Worst one. Uh, although I think I discovered the worst one because I was looking for tags. Was it us? No, oh, okay. I mean we are, but like you know, second place <laughs> okay. was this other channel that I'll never name and I won't indicate in any way nope. because I really don't want to give them any uh any promotion whatsoever. Sure, but uh, I was looking for tags for the upcoming episode for back issues that's coming out this week that you should definitely watch. But uh, and I promise it won't be like Batman the Max. It'll actually be an episode you want to watch. Um, despite the fact Tiffany was on Batman Max, and it was a fantastic episode. And we had a really fantastic conversation about the meanings yeah. and deeper. Uh, we we cracked that book. We figured it out. I think so. So I need to have Sam Keith on the show. Oh, we got to okay. get Sam on the show and I can be like, is this what it is? Yeah, that's why you invited the brain trust on. I did. That's right. That's right. Ben <laughs> no. brings the funny, but Ethan and Tiffany bring no, the brain. No, Ben is smart. Ben is actually, yes. He's got it all. He's a whole package. But uh, I was looking for tags for this episode and of course all the videos were like, boo, this book is crap and I didn't read it. But there's one channel that like dedicated their lives to talking about that book issue by issue wow. and uh, how much it's awful and how terrible it is and how it ruins everything. And then I like looked at their channel. And I saw like all the thumbnails and it's just people think that we're the most negative comics channel or one of the most negative channels they've ever seen because we'll be like, hey, man, I really read this thing and I gave it an honest college try, but it wasn't for me and I didn't really care for it. And maybe I use hyperbolic language to describe it, but like it doesn't mean that like I'm the worst person and I think that everything's horrible and I have this hidden agenda but this guy, who it was, I, I'm like, that is, it's just all weaponized, monetized misery and hate and negativity. And good. what's hilarious is like, you know, the, the all the images are just like, <laughs> so it's this real fun, like catch 22. So is like, this what we're talking about today? It's, it felt like it, but no, what I really <laughs> want to talk about today is comiXology Thank you. and how it's crap the bed. Uh, comiXology will, I, I'm my, and I'm going to throw this out there before we even start the conversation. I think comiXology will be dead in two years. Like, I think that it will be removed from like the app store in two years. Okay. Well then I'm going to just enjoy it. For I'm going to download years. my goddamn well, books. Here's the problem. Like it just makes my life easier. Like i like having physical books, but like for my you know time and yeah. my like real job plus my half job mm -hmm. with, with you here yes. like yeah. i know no i well and here's <laughs> the worst part because like i know that uh you know obviously we were champions of comiXology when it first came out like we're i'm old enough anyway to remember when comiXology was created i remember going to their booth their first booth at new york comic-con we have a magnet on my on our refrigerator at home that's comiXology's first piece of advertisement we do yeah we do it's like try this please for, God, for the love of god comiXology <laughs> and uh and we've i mean we've been to comiXology's headquarters we have we were on their ill-fated podcast and uh and we were there before and like before the acquisition and we've been championing it and even when amazon like because amazon's owned comiXology for a couple of years now but when they integrated it into the main website and uh scott snyder had his whole like rollout with his comiXology originals mm -hmm. you know he assured us that um you know Comicsology had a real dedication to comics. In fact, uh, and in fact, its integration into Amazon resulted in higher sales because it was now integrated into the Amazon algorithm. Yeah, so like yeah. If you so search for books, more people could see it. More people can accidentally buy a digital comic. 
Yeah, when they meant to buy a single issue, more likely a trade paperback than ever before. That's right. Yeah. And it is not in any way intuitive, but we still kept the faith, so to speak. I think that like we because I want to I want to address that on Front Street. Like we definitely did champion this website. I did. And I, I, you know what it is? It's like I I use the app. I don't even use the website. Like I use yeah, the, you app. Use the app. I yeah. use I was a big supporter of the app. I yes. love the guided view. It you really, still are. You still use well, it. Well, because like I'm not gonna lie, I'm the person who can't help. I I look. I peek. I want to. I want to. I'm like, ooh, ooh. yeah. Like ooh, shiny art. Ooh, right. what's happening? Like I if I'm if I've got a, like a two page spread open, I'm kind of peeking at the right page while I know I need to be reading the left page because I know if something's catching my eye over yeah. there with the art. And honestly, the guided view right. helps to keep the surprise yes. for me. Like it helps to keep me surprised, especially in a lot of the books that I read, which are kind of horror based. And you need that you lead do. up. You know what I mean? Like if it's not on a page turn, you can't help it. Like when you open it up, you you, you look, you, you look. see it all. But, like, Your brain you, you is just it. wired and then, to and then you, take like, it all in. Especially if like you're more art driven. Yes. Oh, I remember reading. <laughs> I remember vividly reading the Snyder Capullo Batman run. Yeah, and being rewarded, except for the awesome like turn the page like oh sure yeah aspect which you really as... needed when you were in, in physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but everything else about it, like I I had so many surprises that would never have been surprises yeah. because of the guided view. It's funny because it's like I we have had entirely different conversations based on one of us reading a physical version of it versus one of us reading a digital version of it, where it's like oh my gosh, like they really kept the suspense, and the other person's like really like how do they do that? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, because I was, mm, yeah, guided was controlling yeah. that. And I was, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I, I really enjoy it. And I, I even still do enjoy the reading experience. Yes. I don't enjoy the buying experience right no, now. No, no, it's But uh, I love great. the reading experience still. And I honestly love having, like, my like a lot of my library at my fingertips. Yes. Like, I always have a couple of books that I've been meaning to read downloaded on my app. And so, like, if I'm anywhere, if I'm, like, waiting for a meeting if i'm waiting for like an appointment somewhere or something i can pull it up and i can start reading yeah. just like i always have a couple of of shows downloaded on netflix naturally like no yeah and, like, and i got a couple cowboy bebop episodes and i'm like no right and this. it's it's exactly <laughs> it's the future of comic books in a way that like you they, they talked about but we never actually imagined would come where it's like i have comics on my fingertips i can read anything at any time and i have a similar if not like identical experience uh with with the with the book Mm -hmm. and the money's going to the publisher theoretically and uh you know everybody's everybody's working out everybody's Mm -hmm. making out on this deal yeah and uh and amazon clearly doesn't have any regard for it and one of the big things was amazon needed to lay off eighteen thousand people and apparently the layoffs uh really gutted comiXology and that's that's the thing for me that says it's the end of this company. Right. Uh, the first thing was the integration of the website and the sure. horrible lack of care that took place. You know, the the nebulous, are my books mine anymore? Where are they? Mm-hmm. You got to jump through a couple of hoops in order to get it. It wasn't intuitive. It wasn't direct like the original app and website had been. Mm-hmm. So, the hell. Uh, but then, after all that dust settled, we finally arrived on the Comixology app and integration with amazon and while the app itself still had guide of you or something thereof i think it's the kindle whatever i think, uh, I think they still well whatever it well they didn't use the guide exactly it functioned exactly way. like it but not on the desktop right. version and then uh only a few weeks before the firings there had been discussions open discussions about the idea that like guide of you was making a comeback they were going to reintegrate Trademark and copyright Hang on. guided view. I'm gonna I'm gonna do two things. One in in between in the steps there. 
during that Google changed some of their policies. And so the app could no longer support purchasing. Right. Yes. Um, and so you have to purchase from the website and then it'll show up in your library in Comixology. Oh, the, and how they make those purchases. Yeah. So like that sucks. Like you like they didn't want you they didn't want to share the money with Google. And so they removed that. Yes. Um, the, what you're talking about, though, with the website, because I actually used it a couple weeks ago, mm. um, is they had like a beta version of it. And they I, did. And I had access to the beta version. Oh, that's so awesome. too. I'm sure. I'm sure it. I did, but I uh, yeah. um, and I used it. And I was like, this isn't bad. Yeah, like, it was. It was back on the web page or on the on the site, and I was like, yeah, yeah. Neat. yeah. And all they needed was to just use the old one, but they needed to come up with a new one, which is super. It terrible. might have had something to do with the integration of it being through the Kindle web browser, no and doubt. maybe that they were trying to make what they already had work, and maybe what Comixology had wasn't compatible yeah. with Kindle stuff. That makes sense to me. Um, but since they were trying to merge the two libraries. Yeah, but like, never mind. I'm trying fact. to give them like a some benefit, benefit of the doubt there. But there's also the other element, which was you can't buy the books. If you have any Amazon points, it automatically rerouted that's, to the points and deducted the points. That is such a specific to me Right, problem. but that sucks. That's like, horrible. That's a very specific to us. But why don't you give me an option? You know, that, w- that would be like if I go into a comic book store and they're like, oh, you can't pay cash. You can only use a card. Well, some of them do. No, some of them do the other way around. Exactly. No, that's why I picked <laughs> that one because it's actually more in. It's it's more baffling. Sure. Uh, but yeah, but all of those things, like it's like if one of those things were the case, I would say, oh well, then Amazon's just a giant megalo corporation that doesn't give a crap about the about the app. That's all that there is. But all those things, if you write all the things down of how Comicsology had been effed mm-hmm. by Amazon over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. I would say, oh. Amazon is trying to destroy comicsology. Like I, I, I would say it's a. I would, I would give more credence to the concept that comicsology is deliberately and effectively being dismantled, mm-hmm. but in like a less efficient manner than if they were to just dismantle the damn thing. Yeah, and it, 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 it paves the road for something even worse than just you can't buy your digital comics from one of the largest corporations in the world. Uh. It, it and it and it's this, um, but I will bring that up after you've made all your points about. Uh, I'm good. Okay, uh, that is the further fragmentation and compartmentalization of your media. The the fact that like I have been sh- I, we've been saying this for years. The mm-hmm. comic book industry is so small and insular that you need camaraderie and collaboration to keep it alive. The reality is, if Batman is suddenly canceled, Marvel closes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but that's the case. And I don't want to hear it because I've heard it from enough people who work for the comic book industry and you don't that I can say that. Batman sells to the point where the the whole, he is, he is Atlas for the comic book industry. And while that should not be, that is mm-hmm. just like pre-ordering will save your book. And while that sucks, because it does, it's, it's stupid. Yeah. I'm not going to pre-order my bread. Why would I have to pre-order my comic books? Well, but you do sometimes you do. You have to go to call ahead. Maybe they're going to run out of dough. Yeah. But like, I don't normally pre-order anything else. Why should I have to pre-order this? Mm. I get it. And it's inconvenient and it's annoying, but that's how it works. And the industry isn't going to change because of your boycott. Sorry. But in the same vein, this is where we are. Batman makes the comic book industry run ergo you are all on the same team mm-hmm. while you are competition your your costs should be so low and your integration should be so sim- so seamless that you can be friendly competitors mm-hmm. you know like 
I get having two pizzerias in the same town. Those are competitors. You are competing for the same dollar. Yeah. But comic books, if they were like two ninety nine, two fifty, you can afford it. You can afford it all. Mm-hmm. You don't need to pick and choose. Right. Right. Costs are too high. That's another conversation. But like, but destroying comicsology forces you to go. I'm gonna have to uh, only subscribe to Marvel Limited, or only DC Universe Unlimited. Right. And if, so all of my digital books will be over there. And if you want over digital there. indies, uh, good luck. I guess you can download the Image app one day, you know, or the Image app, the Dark Horse app. I mean, that's what the that's what the entertainment industry is trying to make us do at this point is just turn just the world it. into yeah. cable. Yeah, and like you know, the the um, distributors are too beholden to the brick and mortar which is fair i get you like that's kind of goes well that's where all the money is but like so you're not gonna see like diamond go like okay maybe it's time for us to get into the app world. right a diamond app they're not gonna do that they're never gonna do that and i get i totally get that yeah um but yeah like i i feel like they're just they i i here's what i think is going to happen okay let's hear it i think what they're doing is they're transitioning away from comiXology the company that was doing all of this and they're just going to bring it in-house and let the kindle people do it right just just shutter comiXology you buy your books through kindle you buy your comic books through kindle you buy all your I, books through yeah. kindle it's all the same thing. yeah and i and i wonder if that's why they weren't trying to get away from guided view they're like we'll get our guys with our tech who we won't know. call it guided view we'll call it like you yeah, know, kindle it's just, just going to be our thing yeah that could be it you wouldn't know, surprise me that they're just like, no, we'll make it the Amazon thing. Yeah. I mean, it, that's, that's fair, but they need to engender the audience to that. Like, you know, you need to be like, Hey, we're comics friendly. You want to buy from us. Mm-hmm. You're not renting your books for a nominal amount of time. Like, I mean, I am, but you, but I am. And I know I am. Oh but, yeah. But the fact is it allows me to read more. Yes. And so I know for a lot of people, like not having like, the fundamental I'm, concept of and, renting your JPEGs sucks. And I get that. I get that. Especially because I'm paying the same price. Unless Amazon's going to have to fix that. Well, hang on. There's a couple of things. Well, cause that's the other thing. They're not going to care. no, They'll be like, no, we were, we were, we were Amazon. We do discounts. Um, sorry, mm-hmm. but like for a lot of the indie companies, like a couple of weeks later, they're less expensive. Yes. Yeah. So sometimes I do actually save money on. Sure, that. you um, do. Or if I want to catch up on a series, it's less, and I don't have to go hunting for. It. I do like hunting for things. I do like going Same. through long boxes. Um, but sometimes it just isn't time. And then of course you have people who aren't who don't have access to a local comic book store. Right. Like either you're anyone in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> like either your area doesn't have one or you're from another country. And so something like this, the digital way is the only way. Yeah. So that sucks. Right, and I you're know still trying to, you're also trying to combat piracy. And whatnot, right. So right. And like, I, and I know that like it, the a very, the idea of like spending the same amount of money to not physically have something is repugnant for, to, to some people. Yeah, for sure. But not everyone has space to store their comics. Not everybody has access to those comics. And so in that instance, I'd rather have people reading. Yeah, because at the end of the day, that is the, the two shining examples of that are more people reading yeah. and your books being sold. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, like, all you're doing is growing the community. And so, like, while conceptually, you may find it frustrating, repugnant. You don't want to do it. You don't want to support it. Fine. Fine. But maybe shut up about it. No, you don't just <laughs> shut up about it. Like, you're welcome to have your opinion. But, like, yeah, just know that. But uh, don't there, discourage but others. there are other people who maybe are in a situation where it's like, that's the option. And they want to read comics. So let them read them. Right. Yeah. Without having don't to Don't disparage it. <laughs> like, don't steal them. Like, if someone's like, I want to pay for this and I want to support the industry. Exactly. Freaking let them do it. Yeah, man. let them do it. And Amazon should not be stepping on the neck of no of, of them from no, doing they should it. Should not. And Marvel and DC should be pushing harder. 
And I think oh, the yeah. re- but and but, and, but and tinfoil hat they, time they're not because they have their they apps. They have their own apps. Like that's not tinfoil hat. That's just business sense. I yeah. don't know. No, that's fair. Yeah, they are. I think Marvel and DC are deliberately like keep stay, remaining silent about it because they're like, well, literally, we're competing with Comicsology, mm-hmm. and we have no compulsion about selling you a book. Yeah. We're selling you a subscription, and you can rent the books from us. Well, you know, what's interesting is like right now, I'm sure a lot of people like smell like this kind of blood in the water and so the other I hope so. others might show up there might be other groups that go like i could make an app that does this right but but if marvel and dc definitely don't want comicsology to succeed or move on they're not going to go with them you know so you're going to have like a, t- a comics fix situation where it's like wow we're mm-hmm. like we're a we're a direct competitor to comicsology nobody remembers this because it was like 10 years ago but like yeah. there was another group and they had i think dynamite valiant you know and whoever else was around back then, maybe Dark Horse, mm-hmm. but not Marvel, DC, or even Image. And so it was like, oh, well, why would I ever pay for this? It depends. I it's mean, a, independent group, group readers, sure. But, you know. Yeah, but there's been such shakeups, you know, lately in terms of, like, comic buying just in general. And while yeah. I know that the digital landscape isn't their big money makers, or for DC and Marvel, they're like, who cares? Right. They might be so like, who cares? Yeah, sure, we'll license it to you, too. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Marvel and DC, thankfully, because their upper management are either asleep at the wheel or non-existent. Uh, it, it could just get greenlit anyway. Yeah, they'd be like, whatever. All they have to do is be friends with one of them. Like, the reality yeah. is, all like, they have to do is... Once you get one, you get the other. You get the other. Like, all they have to do is know someone at a level that can make that kind of decision, yeah. and they've got it, because yeah. they clearly do not care. Exactly. But yeah, so I'm, I'm a little concerned about, like, the, about the digital realm, but thankfully, it's not the kind of thing that I'm screaming at the off the rooftops for, because digital accounts for such a low percentage of comic sales as it is, Mm -hmm. but it shouldn't like the, the reality is we live in a world where digital dominates every aspect of our lives, but comic books, someone screwed up and it could be the nature of the collection market and the, and, and the format itself. But like playboy don't publish magazines no more. You know what I mean? Like playboy was a massive empire. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't about, it wasn't just about naked people. You know, Playboy, like Stephen King got his start writing short stories in that magazine. Yeah. You know, like it, people read the articles, maybe not, but enough to, enough to launch the career well, of Stephen after King. You already, you after know. you're already finished with your business, then you, you know, you're like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? And then you're like, oh, hey, a heady article about, uh, you know, Stan Lee creating Marvel comics or Stephen King telling a creepy story about a, about a living car. Yeah. But like every aspect of, physical media has been gutted uh i might even say uh um crap i lost the word it's fine it's the word uh you know the word where you uh, castrated that's it but i would have really loved to have seen you finish that acting out process but i'm glad we didn't i think i did but like it's uh (laughs) but but by digital except for comic books yeah and it's i think because you know, on one hand, comic books account for only a billion dollars in sales across the entire industry, mm-hmm. which is not enough for anyone for anybody to really notice or care. And the the collector's market mm-hmm. is such a like significant thing, yeah, aspect of comic books as a concept, yeah, that it like it it, it staves off digital's control. That's true. Well, just like you know, is the book publishing industry as like like explosive as it was before, like? 
digital showed up. No. Probably not. I don't know. I don't have numbers on that. I mean, comics are doing fine. But it didn't go away. Right. Like, people still print books. Yeah. No. The, and people still want to purchase a physical book. Yes. And in fact, bookstores, like, you know, they were they were only destroyed by cutthroat, non-sustainable business practices. Sure. You know, like, Amazon only became the number one book supplier by selling books at a loss. No other business can can survive on that concept. Yeah. So that's the only way, that is, which is why we're seeing like Amazon, I think they didn't turn a profit this year. Ooh. First year. And so as a result, they are tightening their bootstraps. 18,000 people laid off. 18,000? You're telling me you, you've laid off 18,000 people? Your industry doesn't exist anymore. But an Amazon is just another day at the beach. But if Amazon is tightening their bootstraps and you're watching more bookstores return you're seeing like specialty bookshops i mean obviously like the smaller bookshop never mm. really went away but like you know you're seeing affinity for uh borders which are obviously borders barnes noble they're still corporate companies but like i'm seeing them not return but like they're not dying like we have a books a million at our mall the mall itself is dead oh, but okay. like the books a million is doing fine i guess i've checked okay they're still selling well they, they they are operating as business as usual. Okay. And I think it's because they're like, well, I mean, you know, Amazon realize like, Amazon's tightening their practices and keeping it from going like, oh, um, I'm going to, oh, your book is $9.95. Our book's $1.99. You know, like, oh, well then I can't compete. I can't compete with that. I will go out of business if I compete with that. To, oh, well, my book's $9.99 now. I can't, you know, I don't want to compete with you anymore. I've already destroyed you. Right. So, you know. I don't know how that really relates to comic books, but we'll see. Well, just the idea that, you know, digital books are a thing, but the book industry still exists. Audio books are a thing. The book industry still exists. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, people are still just, writing books. It's different ways for people to get this information and to participate in the culture surrounding it. True. And so, like, I don't think physical should go away and I don't think digital should go away. And it's unfortunate that the biggest digital distributor for all comics is now tied to Amazon, but we'll see where it goes. But I agree. I think they are. I think we're going to see a change. I don't know what that change is, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that. Uh, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. There you have it. So let's jump into some uh, super chats, and then we'll talk about comic books. Let's do it. Um, there were quite a few. Well, yeah. because uh, people are very nice. Thank I know. You. Boggins one seventeen. Uh, Hi guys, how are you? Also, dark web sucks. <laughs> Doing good, man. Thanks. Uh, Brian Roland, uh, Compop Rules, uh, agreed. Uh, so did the new super. So did the new Silver Surfer. Boom. Good. Okay. I really like. <laughs> also, Darkwood stuff. I, I don't know. I really. <laughs> I mean, you know, can't argue with that. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. MNM uh, uh, comics have been a huge form of escapism for me this week. My cat got a chunk uh, of his tail bitten off a couple weeks ago. He's doing a lot better, but still can't leave his room, and it's pretty stressful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep him away from whatever Jaws removed part of his tail. But uh, the thing is, um, as I learned recently, and I don't know if that's necessarily an old wives' tale, but I think uh, they they don't miss it. Like if, if a cat or a dog loses its arm or its its eye, they don't think about how they used to have four legs or two eyes. Like they don't cognitize that. So know but that it still hurts. It hurts. Yeah, no, no, no. But like, but eventually your cat will be fine. Your cat will not carry trauma with it. Okay. About well, it, or if it does, it'll be about like whatever bit of its tail. Not, it's not going to be have an existential dread about how it's half a cat. Okay. You're like I'm only half a cat. I only have a part of a tail. Uh, R. Jones, no, hi, Sal and Tiff. You guys see the Hi. new Tom Taylor John Kent series featuring Ultimate Man? 
And Injustice Superman, John Travels Multiverse Fighting Ultraman uh, visits Injustice. Yes, I did. Uh, they sent me an email about it yesterday. Uh, I, I didn't have anything to say about it. I feel bad when DC's like, hey, there's this thing coming out. And I'm like, all right, cool. And they're like, uh, you know, you could write a thing about it. I'm like, we don't write. I could write a tweet, but you'll do that already. And God help me if I tweet two seconds before the people you paid to do that for. <laughs> Because they don't pay me. They just put me on the press list. Yeah. So yes, I did. And I was just like, cool. <laughs> I guess I could have done that on the show. But I'm like, well, but it's Monday nights. Nice. Like that. I can't help you. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, Ultraman is going through the multiverse killing Kal-El's. And so they're enlisting uh, oh. John to stop Ultraman because like, screw Ultraman. He's the one who robbed me of my ch of my, my childhood years. Uh, and it's leading to him going to the Injustice universe. Oh. And I love the idea that John's going to the Injustice universe. If he stays there, he can hang out with uh, with, with with Cal maybe fix that whole thing. Oh. All right. Uh, curative writer, uh, that Silver Surfer uh, Poda variant cover has got to be one of the best variants in a while. Gotta love Dr. Zayas pointing in fear at Galactus. I agree. Yeah, Planet of the Apes versus... Uh, oh, okay. Such a great image. I want a poster of that. It's I'm so really cool. glad I looked up what Ultraman from the DC Universe looked like because that's what I had in my head. Yeah, no, that's Ultraman from... like Japan? From, from, from uh, what was it? Toei? I, mean, yeah. I think so. I, I, that's literally, I was like, but why? Like, I was like, what is this crossover? He's a Marvel character that? now, I, too. So, but yeah, no, no. Like, I, the crime scene. I was Superman. like, I am clearly not thinking of the right person <laughs> at all. Yeah. The fodder box kid. Hey, guys. Hope you're, uh, hope all is great today. I went to my local comic store and found the Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale Marvel Color Series Omnibus, one of the quickest purchases ever. Nice. That's Good awesome. find. That's a great series. Uh, Denial, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Dark Web, an event where the, the sides are tastier than the main meal. You're welcome. What the hell is editorial's plan? Uh, Some people describe that as Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's true. Uh, except for my turkey. Yeah, no, not your turkey. Uh, <laughs> Philip Croy, can't stay because it's late, but here, take my money. Thanks, Phil. Thank you. Uh, Dante Cook, Tiffany, are you ready for the hardcover possible statues and merchandise for Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow? <laughs> Fingers crossed was... for a sequel book with the same team. Yes. No, no sequel. No, I don't want a sequel. I do not want a sequel. I'm going to say that right now. I don't. We don't always need a sequel. But we can get like an oversized hardcover. We can get an oversized hardcover. Or an absolute edition. I, yeah, I'll take any of that. Any of that. I don't need a sequel. That's He's done telling the story. That's like sometimes some books. Yeah, there's a sequel there. Or the writer was like, I do have something in mind yeah right but it's like when the story is done and some of the stories are just done and it's okay it's okay to let them go yeah like you think to yourself i do want more but then you get the more and you're like you're like oh no it's godfather three it's not quite as good as the thing i have exactly and then at that point now it's a little tainted because mm -hmm. even though you go like well i just won't think about it you always you do you can't help it How's and it? the rest of the world around you will think about it yes. So no sequels and what if they like it more yeah no no this is perfect the what way it you, is star wars jose rivera comicsology was great until amazon changed the site yeah, yeah they yeah. did change the site and it sucks ray far comic pop woo uh hope you guys are okay loved last week's back issue sal got me into the max and comparing keith to eeyore always makes me laugh me too man thank you uh so instead i'll take just being able to find a copy of the trade in general yeah i have to uh ray far <laughs> are there ads in digital comics or comicsology no no there aren't it's great no i guess that's what i'm paying for yeah that's that you're paying for the ad i literally the ad there, i do not see an ad so like sal will be like oh did you see this ad and whatever and i'm like what yeah no oh no no i just read the book exactly brady white how are you doing good man how about I'm you good thank you uh, i'm a big fan of marvel unlimited and dc universe infinite been a great way to catch up and read back issues for a few years now exactly no it's a, it's it's providing a fantastic service 
I just wish it didn't have to be compartmentalized. And they have sales and like, like the sales, like if you can get like, if you don't, if you like reading digital and you want to like catch up on like some, some older trades or whatever, sometimes they got some insane sales. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you don't want to read it right now, you just throw it in your library. Yeah. That's just ready to go. Exactly. Uh, Oscar Binbo, uh, new viewer here. That's true. I did not recognize your oh, name. You're welcome. Uh, your channel has been extravagantly insightful and helpful in concept conceptualizing the huge array of comics. Just been reading Zdarsky's Daredevil and Tom Taylor's Nightwing. Thanks a ton. Thank you. Nice. Very Oscar, good welcome, taste. To the welcome to the channel, man. Thanks for watching. And uh, yes, those are good books. Uh, John Ty with the runaway success of Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow lately. I find it funny that at one point DC thought Supergirl doesn't sell. That's right. They only gave him eight issues because they were like, well, I mean, it's a Supergirl. Well, like, whatever. Yeah, he got eight issues and. Uh, I have at home a hardcover copy of <laughs> Suicide Squad Blaze. Yes. A oh, book oh, that... The Black Label Oversized. Yeah. The book nobody read. Nope. But it does star men. So... <laughs> so we got an oversized hardcover. I have a hardcover edition of that book. Well, and it seems like DC's publishing plan is release a hardcover and then release a softcover if it sells better. Supergirl immediately went to softback and then they went, well, that's that. Yeah, sorry. No, we ever nobody even wants it. No, closest thing we have to like anything special about Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow besides your signed copy of number one, which I love it, uh, is a like demarcation or something. Like we we got I got I ordered you a trade paperback that Bilkis Evely like, yes. did a thing in. Yes, that's it. I love it. Dante Cook, are you guys still selling the hat Tiffany's wearing? I really need to get my hands on one. Um, we never sold this. We hat. never did. No one has this hat but us. I have this hat. Yeah, but we do need to have an online store, and when we do, you're going to be able to get some dope ass uh, ball caps with Comic Pop logo and uh, these. Call them that. well, that's what they are. I just, I what do you call them? Hats. That which kind? A, a sombrero? A could, cowboy? It could be a trucker hat. Snapback. I don't like those names. You. snap back that's what it is well you can get this beanie uh <laughs> which i do love we need to order more of these because we ordered four i think well i'm wearing one of them yeah i need to this order more fine. i'm gonna i'm gonna order more of those you're gonna tomorrow. order more of these the, the winter's almost over <laughs> steampunk you mean ultraman from uh thank you Subayara Productions. It's literally what no. my brain was thinking of. I, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only person who was there who was yeah. like, "Why would Ultraman?" I don't understand. Mmm uh, says, "Whatever Peter Parker did, it can't be too bad because it seems like everyone in the universe has already forgiven him. Only people who didn't read Amazing Spider-Man, and that's everybody." Uh, Lee Allen just popping in. Do you guys remember how during Hawks Pox the Krakoa situation felt creepy and culty, like it had come to a head? Is that gone? Well, Lee, uh, you shouldn't just pop in. You should actually watch the show because you missed out on an amazing conversation what? between no. us about comicsology. And if you popped in and watched the whole show, you'd know all about Krakoa by this oh point because Tiffany's been our correspondent about X-Men for over uh, two years Has now. Has the creepy culty thing come to a head? Only kind of. No. I would say only kind of. I feel like the tension is gone and it's only because yes. the original grouping of creators isn't together anymore. It's true. It's, it's, true. it's a little different now. And so like, right. I, there's still some stuff that's like creepy. Yeah. And the culty stuff is being carried, but like in another area by like the British invasion. Yeah. <laughs> of writers. <laughs> of writers. Uh, and uh, young Goku over 9,000. Hey guys, uh, hope you're doing well. Did you see the before the fall X slate of comics yet? Ewing and Apocalypse. Um, Yes, please. I will say nothing more. Yes, we did. Yes, we, talked we, about that last we week. did. And I, and I said how I totally 
could see Apocalypse being back and that they were going to definitely use him. But I also was just like, just wait, yeah. just let it settle. Like, it's okay. So like, never! Let that, like, shoe just be dangling. Because this thing, that's the shoe. Yeah. It's like the shoe. Yeah. You're just waiting for it to slam it's a sword it in of the face. Okay, fine. It's better than a shoe, I guess. Yeah. You and your swords. I read Avengers 65 from <laughs> Jason Aaron and Javier Garon and David Curiel. Uh, I was just like popping in because they're because I literally don't have any other books except for the one. So I was like, let me read this and see if I'm missing anything with Avengers. I am not. Uh, this one reveals who Avengers Prime is. If you're reading Avengers, you know what, I'm, what that means. It is the person everyone literally thought it was going to be. And uh, it is just a big old ugly mess of characters that you couldn't care less about, like smashing into each other. Uh, not to editorialize too much. Uh, ultimately, this is the big reveal that explains like how the character who is revealed to be Avengers prime became Avengers prime or Avenger prime and uh, went on their journey to forming the Avengers forever. And, you know, turning over a new leaf and becoming who they are and, you know, how it all coalesces. So it's really just more of a filler issue that explains who that character is, which of course you probably guessed who that character was uh, when you first read this book. So uh, yeah, uh, only a couple more issues and Jason Aaron is done writing Avengers and, God help us. All right. So we said the big blue shoe. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just the big blue apocalypse. Yeah. Shoe. Just, oh. And to answer someone else's question in the chat, yes, apocalypse has been gone since Ten of Swords. Yes. They've been pretty They've been good pretty about cool. it. I was like, wow. Right. I was like, just hold out, guys. Yeah. So yeah, what did he, you read? Yeah. Let me go over some stuff since I, I forgot that this was a lighter week for you. I it's was true. Like, it's a very light like, week yeah, for me. So I'll go for it here. Um, I'm just going to say really quickly, I read Demon Days. Um, ah, yes. because I like this book a lot even if it's a little confusing at times and I think it's going to read really well as a trade. Demon Wars. Demon Wars. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well it is it's the demon I think it's like the Demon Days universe because no, it started. Demon Wars you're right. I just I just I just that's the name that's in my brain yeah. and it's alliterative. I just wanted to say before someone else did. Well, they're all coming at me. It's already in there. Uh, I don't know. No. Pe- it never is. This is written by Peach Momoko with art by Peach Momoko. Um, <laughs> it's the Peach Momoko show. I She's great. Um, Demon Wars, continuing from the Demon Days story. This one's, um, this is Into the Spirit World, oh. part three, but you're going to see it as Demon Wars Down in Flames. Number one. Yeah, they're all number ones, but they're all connected stories, making this a literal nightmare for anyone <laughs> who just wants to go into the comic book store and figure this out. you got to open yeah. them up and just see what part of the story it is, but trust does it me. Does say inside? Like, yeah, yeah, it says part... it Into the Spirit World Part 3. Okay. It says it. It says it in there, but you got to open it up and find it in this there. This is the kind of book people are going to wait for the trade. I'm telling you, just like, Let me the, on trade, four. this is going to be great, because it's also going to help to remind you, like, character names and stuff like that because everybody's name is totally different right well well, yes a lot of them have like similar attributes well like you know allegories to the like the marvel universe not everyone's a one for one and Mm -hmm. so like yeah anyway it's still great though i really enjoy it i've been on the ride since the beginning you know a lot of it for me is like momoko's incredible ability to um tell a story not only with her art but also just the general story that she wants to tell Mm -hmm. to take the marvel universe and to make it sort of like converted into this like Japanese mythology, like old style storytelling, um, but not making it super obvious. Right. You know, like she tries to give you like some lore and some background and tries to make them like based on actual Japanese mythology. And so in the back of the book, you'll get a couple of little like art 
pieces where it'll tell you like, oh, this is actually based on this myth. And this is actually based on this myth. And so you start to like maybe understand like, oh, I'm pretty sure this is like this character. Allegory. Yeah. And like, I get where we're going with this. And it's not like people have like, you know, a, like it's not like Captain America is in this, right? Right. But it's not Captain America. No. Nor is he named like a Japanese version of Steve. Like <laughs> it's just here is like. It's, here is the stand in for Captain America. Yeah, that's what it is. But you figure it out. And there's like a Black Panther and there's like a Falcon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you start to figure it out. And then the other characters are like, I think it's this. Right. But you're just along but for the But she's also ride. just going for it. So she's just going for else. it. And the art is, if, if you like her covers, you're going to like this art. You know, it's, it's fluid. It's fun. Um, it has like, you know, a... a nausicaa sort of like ghibli feel to it at times there's something soft and and painterly about it obviously because she does paint it um but it's not like it's not like kitty feeling right you know? it's not like oh this is like child like illustrations for a children's book like nope it's, it has its own distinct style it's distinctly hers um and she has like a lot of little quiet beautiful panels where she'll paint faces without there being a face and like mm. structure and i love it like i it's just some of my favorite stuff i love looking at her work um She's a delightful person. I got to meet her in, in, in person in, in New your York. Comic Con, and yeah. um, you know, she's just she's just so sweet. And I and I do like everything um that she's been putting out for this series so far. And like I said though, if at this point you haven't been picking it up, just get the trades. Right. Like just don't <laughs> don't try to go back and find this. Yeah. <laughs> just get the trades. Unless you want those dope covers. Right. Which you should. That's up to you. Yeah. Um additionally, I also read what else did I read? Uh I read X Force. Oh. This week. Um, because you know, Beast Man, right? And what he doing now? My understanding is more of it's happening in, in Wolverine. In Wolverine, but Beast is still doing things in here, and like we get a couple of um moments in which um Deadpool gets to question some things about Krakoa. No, him. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was written by Ben Percy with art by Robert Gill. Um, don't forget in the last issue, uh, Beast revealed that they like took an egg yes and they put it on the black market in order to like track it try to yeah to like find out where uh xeno is and, yeah like, who like the peacock best man is like what wh- what is it yeah like wh- what's happening we'll, we'll figure it out and then it turns out they totally were able to use they knew they found the trackers they were able to use the <laughs> egg and yeah, beast is just wrong wrong just wrong sorry Genius. um so uh, he and, and Sage are trying to track it, and then the tracker gets turned off, and like, oh no, what's going to happen? Um, Deadpool is there, and at one point, like Deadpool is just Deadpool in this book. I I, I kind of like Percy's voice for him. Mm. It is very, again, it is the tone of Deadpool that we've been seeing since the Ryan Reynolds movie came out, and probably a little before that. Like, yeah. I don't think Ryan Reynolds was like the like architect of De- of, of this Deadpool. type of Deadpool, but since that, I think it's been nothing but that. Yeah um so you know if, if that's not the devil you're looking for then he might drive you crazy in this but he's not <laughs> the main feature of the book so it's fine um but um while they're working Dipple keeps annoying them and inevitably like beast grabs him and then Dipple says like people say you used to be friendly and bouncy is that true hmm. and i'm like good point it is true it, it was true it was he used to be nice and fun um, but then we get the entire backstory for um, the head of Zeno and what his what what he's got going on. That yeah. like he like why does he wear this mask? What's going? Why why do you think he wears the mask? It's for one of two reasons. Oh, uh, for a fun uh, dramatic reveal, or because he's scarred. Ah, there you go. It's because he's horribly scarred. Oh no. Um, but there is kind of a like fun reveal for people like for folks who were reading X Men like when Claremont was writing X Men. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because he's essentially a clone of another character called the Genjineer. Okay. Or Genjineer. I, I know that name. You know, old X-Men character kind of during Genosha, stuff like that. Had mm-hmm. kids, was trying to like um, turn mutants into mutates, the whole thing, right? Yeah. Um, but like he apparently cloned himself, made a whole bunch of kids and was like, messing with them and one of them was this guy and he ended up getting scarred in like a lab accident and it threw him over the edge and he was like i'm like he wanted to kill him but never got the chance he died this actually happened like he died in in books and so like what he's like what i'm gonna do is i it's not that i hate the x-men at all i actually don't care i just wanted to like make the perfect omega man and like beat this guy okay I'm like, oh, okay, cool. He's got one of the kids who they stole. You know, that kid has um, telepathy. Um, And so, like, that's a problem, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Additionally, um, (laughs) so Domino, so remember when Domino was taken? Yes. And had all kinds of horrific things. There was an issue, some issues back, in which um, she was dying and she was there with Colossus and she told Colossus, I want to remember everything. Yes. And Colossus was like, got it. Cause Colossus is obviously not himself. Yeah. Right? And so like he instead had her mind wiped. He said like, I didn't want to, like you don't want to remember anything. And so like, that's what she believes. And she's like, wait, like if we can't find where this egg thing is, I think I know how we can. And like, I'll just have to relive these horrible memories. I said, I wanted to forget. And so <laughs> she now remembers all of it. Uh, including her conversation with Colossus. Right. Which like we see in a montage and it's like, essentially I'm guessing she's like, I'm going to put a pin in that one, but we really need to deal with this egg thing now. Mm-hmm. So they're going off to, to deal with that. So it'll be um, Domino and, and, uh, Omega Red and Deadpool. Cool. And uh, yeah, De- Deadpool gets like one fun kind of classic-y sort of fourth world breaking moment where Omega Red earlier was like staring at a wall, mm-hmm. not doing anything, and he will not tell him what he's doing. He mm. whispers it to him while they're on like their excursion to where uh, to Genosha. And Deadpool like is like disgusted by it. And it's just like, oh, I don't think the Commerce Code Authority is going to approve that. <laughs> like, like, lol. Um, so... Again, I don't I don't see how this is going to tie into the Beast thing. If something happens in the Wolverine book, it's going to have to reflect into this book unless, of course, we find... Well, all right. It's going to. At the end of this, it's like, hey, um, whatchamacallit, um, the Xeno guy um, yeah. created like his own kind of chimera. Mm-hmm. So it's like a oh. Omega Red Beast Domino. It's X-Force. Oh, okay. In one person. In one person. And I'm like, oh man, Mr. Sinister is not going to be happy about that. I love that. And then when you look it up, actually, the Genjineer had doing with Sinister too. So it's like all kind of uh, cool. So it's like thematically reflective of what's going on in Sinister. Yeah, Sinister, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not it's like Sinister, it's like Sinister. I mean, like, but just like you know, with having Sinister here, but yeah. it, I guess it is also right. Like you that. can imagine, be- like Percy hearing that plan and being like, uh, yeah, like I'm doing stuff. Over, what I'm going to do with this character? And it really, like, it like it won't connect, but like you know, like if, uh, we're thinking genetics. Cool. Yeah, we got that. Um, there's also at one point there he had doings with another um I can't remember what his name is from um Hellions who showed up uh, Cameron Hodge remember Cameron Hodge was in yes. Hellions for a hot second yeah these guys all these guys are all reading they're the same floating books. around and they're bringing like, it, yeah and like so they're like oh yeah let's bring him in let's bring him in like we're dealing with genetics let's 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 make this happen that's cool um so Good. I appreciate that you know it's for people who remember that stuff yeah and for people who don't it's like that's fine you can look it up or you could not and you can just move on because it's like it's important information to know but also not the crust the crusp cusp or the crux crux thank you <laughs> it's not the horcrux no, it's Oof. not the crux of anything it's just yeah it's just extra it's just the icing i love it um but yeah like 
I, I just want this beast thing to happen, but I also don't because I'm afraid that means the book will be over. Yeah. But since this is one of the longest running ones from the Krakoa era. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I get you dragging it out. Yeah. So there you go. Well, really quick, breaking things up. I read quick stuff. Number four, I've been reading this series since its inception. I loved this idea. I pitched it years ago. I was like, this is where the viewers universe should go. I always loved the like, well, the two clerks books that came out back in the nineties uh, is written by Kevin Smith or by Ahmed Rafat uh, or Rafat. Uh, but yeah, it's, I think it's the penultimate, if not ultimate issue. Like, I think th this is going to be the end of it or at least the end of it for now. Oh, okay. Like, I think it's proof of concept. They're like, all right, well, you know, whatever. And it's a, it's a flashback issue about Dante and Randall. It's the first time that uh, it, it's Dante just started dating Veronica and now he's like taking her on a, uh, to his family reunion so we're going to meet all of the hicks cousins that are identical you know like grant and uh gill and uh um the other ones you know there's a bunch of hickses that are all over that like he used to pepper throughout the okay. universe and uh you know it's just we see like how dante essentially woos veronica and it's like it it it, it rings similar to the last three where it's like this feels like a deleted scene or an, like just a, a relic, a feeling of a, of a script that Kevin had written years and years ago okay. that he just didn't have a place for maybe. And, and I feel like Kevin's the kind of guy who would write scenes and then go like, this is fun. I don't know if I have a place for it, but it's, okay. but it's, I could use this someplace. Right. And these are the some places that he can use them. Um, the art is not great. Uh, it, it has shades of, of, of good, but, uh, Rafat, uh, I don't know. The faces are really where it falls apart. They they make, need those. I know, but they make these like odd like facial expressions and he uses them as kind of like, I don't know. It, it, you can't quite, you have to look harder or think about what emotion is being expressed based on the simplicity of their faces. This is to a less uh, experienced reader. You might like confuse it with some Phil Hester work. Oh, okay. you know, it's like where it's simple and like, you know, sure, sure. but it ain't Phil Hester. Okay. Okay. And so as, especially, it's especially comparative, like, because Phil Hester did, like, issue two or three. Oh. Like, oh, oh, oh. But, uh, you know, it doesn't take away from the reading experience. It's just not, you know, it's not quite up to par, mm. but it's not amateur hour. It's just, it's just, a, it's an aesthetic choice. Okay. And it's one I didn't really agree with, but uh, it didn't affect my reading too badly. Right. Okay um yeah what else you got tiffany oh um that was the other book i read let's besides talk about moon knight moon knight 20 moon knight number 20 uh came out uh it's written by jed mckay with art by i believe alessandro capuccio yep as usual i'm not anywhere near the credits page in my no no no. it says it on the top of the oh excellent yay for me um someone's targeting moon knight's like old pals and and he's <laughs> got to figure out what's going on that's all that's what the, that's what this issue is and uh -huh. there's nothing wrong with it because it's like fast paced and i was like oh my gosh it's done and i was like was that short and i was like no no it was just just action packed fast paced and i and i dig it it's got it for it being a comic mm -hmm. it has a lot of urgency mm. you know what i mean like you feel like you need to move to the next page yeah you feel moon knight's desperation to yeah. figure out what's going on because within all one night, mm -hmm. like five people have already died. Wow. Who knew Moon Knight? So he's like, Oh I, my God. I got to figure out like who's next. Like, so he's like got everybody from the midnight mission. Yeah. Out, trying to get people as quickly as possible. So like, 
you know, like they'll, they're like, oh, I, I didn't get to this one in time. Sorry. And yeah. like, someone's like, All right, I got one of them. So they got to <laughs> bring him back to the mission. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and um, Reese is acting kind of like Oracle. Like she's back at the base. She's she's in the mission. She's collecting people as they come in and then they go back out trying to get the next person. Yeah. Uh, Moon Knight's just trying to figure out what the pattern is. Like, yeah, what, right. what is it? What's happening? Who? Like, I, I, I don't understand it. Yeah. Um, Reese realizes like, wait, let me talk to Jake. Mm. he's like she's like he's like fine because like they're trying they're building that trust right because yeah. of the past issues like she knows now that he's got the personalities and yep. like and so he wants to open up more so he does and jake's like what do you want and he's and she's like listen i think it's jake jake's the cabbie right yes yes okay <clears throat> i was like don't don't question yourself you know yeah um so she's, she's been doing like, this enough she's like you're a cabbie look you, you figure out the oh root. look at the fairs yeah. yeah oh the root look at the root that they like he's like all right so they go over like the deaths and like one guy was blown up he's like that person didn't have to be on the route mm -hmm. because that they didn't have to be there to make that happen right like that was that was clearly planted and so he, they were able to figure it out so then they go they're like all right we got that person out of here so moon knight gets to the next one and he finds that's another two killers or another two characters which I was like, we just did two mm -hmm. again, but it doesn't really matter because really they're just there to be creepy and to be like, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> we're the voice of the ghost from beyond the grave. Like you figure okay. that stuff out, right? Is it a million insane ghosts? No, just no, two. Okay. Well, it's just the two. Okay. It's just, it's just, it's just the one. It's just the two people, but it's just the one voice. Actually. Oh, okay. Um, but um, you know, obviously we're not really dealing with it yet, just yet. But don't forget, like Moon Knight just found like if he dies again, he may not. Come, come back, back yeah because you know, like, of uh oh, conchu right? yeah but that doesn't really come up in this one it's okay. just you know hey we, we gotta figure out what's up we gotta well we gotta... No, and then and as a twist the x-men can bring him back well that was the thing one of the people on the list is a mutant and i wanted to i nobody went well then we don't have to worry about that right because if they die they'll just resurrect them i mean at some point i won't be right away you know, it'll be a fun just oh no i just pitched this uh moon knight x-men crossover yeah don't do that no, they're not gonna. They're gonna undo it by the time we we get it. We oh okay. Where uh, they no, they resurrect. They put uh, his personalities each in an egg. What? And then all of them? Yeah. So we and got then Jake, Moon Knights. Yeah, Jake, Mark, Steve. Yeah. They each get a body. They each get a body. There you go. And they're just the now they're Moon Knights. Now they're Moon Knights. Yeah, Moon Knights of the Round Table. That's your, <laughs> that's your book. Oh, I like that. <laughs> moon Knights of the Moon Table. <laughs> No, because it's round, like the moon. Yeah, well, it's the, uh, crescent, the, crescent the crescent table. table. Yeah, I'm like, no, it's, it, we're getting there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the books, this one's really action-packed, and we're leading to something else. We're just, it's clearly, we're like, okay, yeah. where are we going next? What I want to say, though, is like, Capuccio's art is always great. Yes. This issue slapped for Ooh. some reason. Like, I was just he's not doing much else other than like just getting better. Mm -hmm. But there's just like, because it's an action issue, like it just looks great. It gets popping off. I know I don't use that term, but I'm no. using it anyway. And shout coloring. out to Rachel Rosenberg. Legit. Like the, some of the colors in this, there's always, you this know, sequence. I was floored it's great. by that, that book all every month or every other month or every, every two weeks or however long this book comes out. The book is always this color where it's like it's dark, right? But the colors but bring one, out the light and the color extra glowy. There's yeah. just something they were doing. His effect. art is like just really gone to a great place. I I liked it really to hit begin with. Stride. Yes, because I was gonna say like early on I liked it, but it was like it, there's some stuff missing. We've gotten past. There's some stuff missing. Yeah, like it's there, mm -hmm. but the 
the colors like we don't talk about that usually not, you, usually not unless they're really a standout and this is like just perfection absolutely yeah. loved it there's also a backup in this issue um i don't remember who wrote this at all my brain says lore oh the um the, the backup the backup the yeah that would backup. be uh, danny lore danny lore with art by ray antonio height it's called moon debt the story is uh Moon Knight calls on Blade to ask him a favor, and then Blade remembers back to the 70s when he was in his red outfit. Oh, okay. And uh, ran into a different Moon Knight who he then owed a favor to. They the the other Moon Knight wouldn't accept it on like uh, for themselves, but Moon, like Blade convinces them to let it. Like she's like, give it to Kanchu. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna give it to the Fist. And so when Moon Knight comes, he's like, Well, that was really easy. You just said yes. He's like, Well, I've been waiting to pay this one back for a while. Oh, okay. And the, the way to what he's gonna do is he's like, Reese needs help being a vampire. Okay. Like responsibly help her with that. And I'm cool. like, that's cool. Um, here's my biggest question. Are we're just done with Blade being British? Yeah. Okay. Because I read this and I was like, you're not writing. I tried like really hard to put that into there. You know, people don't remember that he is British. I guess. And, I guess and, that's and what no it editors, is. So. But I guess. I guess for like. I mean, maybe. Maybe the. They, no, they're just like don't confuse them. Because there was a lot of like seventies like era like jargon jargon being thrown around there, but I didn't really piece it like think of it as like English versions of it because like just because we have like jargon here doesn't mean it translates to you know, in other English speaking countries, they've got their own stuff that they're throwing around. Right. Yeah. Just, I was like, especially in the seventies. Yeah. He's <laughs> right. No, I, so I think, I guess we're, we're done with that. And so no, I should yeah, stop right. trying to read him as British, but I definitely tried to read him as yeah. British. Unless he's this. in Captain Britain and the MI 13. He's, he's Wesley Snipes. Right. So, yeah. 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 But he did like, I think it would also like, I was like, he looks like old school blade. Right. Who is definitely British. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Right? Isn't that fun? Yeah. His green shades. Yeah. So, you know, I, it was a fun backup. And, you know, it's fun to see Blade in the 70s. But like I said, like, I tried to read him as British. It does not work out no. as well as all that. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I've got one more. But if I know. you want to read Super Chats. Yeah, let's, 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 uh, let's do those really quick just okay. to <clears throat> allow us to continue. Uh, here we go. Uh, yeah. Cat Lawyer will defend for treats. Can I just point out how many times Tiffany's picked a random book and it becomes a hot property? I'm so happy with the attention Supergirl <laughs> and Elseworld got. Yeah, let me tell you something, man. Uh, that ain't like, she ain't picking them by accident. Like she's, she just, she picks books and then she sticks with them because they're high quality. Thank you. I, I've learned like long ago to pre-order books that she's like, I want to try that one out. And I'm like, okay, here's a physical copy. <laughs> uh, Citizen JP. Oh my God. Comp pop cowboy hats, please. Yeehaw. what would it what would it look like it would just be a cat it would be a 10 gallon hat with like what our logo on it that's yeah. nobody not and by the way like comes out belt buckles it's not, not every book some book i like i read some crap too oh that's true yeah nobody, you, but when i know when you're talking about it i'm like okay uh lee allen hey i'm a regular viewer love you folk thanks well, a lot thank you so much thanks lee uh daniel hospitales Come up, woo! Do you guys think this reboot will finally fix the DCU dis, uh, disconnectivity or discon disconnect? Yeah, disconnectivity. Uh, also, I need that torque or that toke. toke. Um, I don't know. But the discontinuity. Yeah, or by the toke. I don't know what that means. Well, I figure with the discontinuity because they'll be doing the Elseworlds thing. It it kind of does and it doesn't. It, like, yeah, I think it's gonna be confusing for folk for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Those of us who are you know used to this type of thing, yeah. who are used to like the idea of um elseworlds now I, I do wonder though if he isn't i believe it's a hat 
Uh, okay. I'm 99% sure it was. Yeah, I know. And, and then I, I double checked. I was like, no, it's a hat. Yeah, I, I know words. Yeah. Oh, I should just trust myself. Um, yeah. But I have a feeling that since um, like Marvel movies started bringing in the idea of the multiverse, it's going to be a little bit easier now to convey that to yeah. other people. And so I think Gunn was smart to be like, in the pop culture, mm-hmm. there is now a like language associated with this. There yeah. are references and tethers for people who, you know, have seen some of these movies who are the people who are going to be seeing them. The people who haven't seen like, you know, Spider-Man or the Doctor Strange movie or uh, everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. You know what? They're probably not going to see the DC movies. Don't have to worry about them. Exactly. But the people who are interested in those and maybe aren't reading comic books all the time. At least you'd be like, it's kind of like this. And they're yes. like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's over there. It's yeah, not part of it. Yeah, I get that. Like, yeah, it's easy to explain. Uh, Taylor Guerin, uh, I recently read Hawks Pox and started Docs. I <laughs> saw the peacock tattoo guy was only revealed last week. Did it really take four years for that reveal? Yeah, which I got to listen. I think that's great. Yeah. I think for some folk, it's like. Why did you take that long? Yeah, but to be fair, X Factor has gone on a bunch of different tangents. Yeah. We're like getting back around to that. Exactly. Because X Factor being who they are as a team, it makes sense that they wouldn't be hyper-focused on one situation. They've got to react to a bunch of different situa- situations. Totally. Uh, denial. Uh, well, it's official. Ben is officially has become to me what the Red Ghost is to Tiffany, what Rogel's <laughs> are is to Sal, and what Dragons are to Ethan. <laughs> Much to Marvel's uh, 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 sincere efforts. <laughs> seconds, I was like, Arben? Yeah. What did he do? I know he's the worst. <laughs> uh, Shri Andraj Sharma says uh, Tiffany can breathe easy because Lobo, no Lobo announcement for the DC universe yet. Uh, Tiffany doesn't hate Lobo nearly as much as Ethan does. No, so. I'm not. Like, I don't mind the main man. Mm-hmm. I don't love him though. Typically in the comics, it's funny. Like in like the show, yeah, like, the cartoon, in cartoon he was version. I'm like, yeah, and then the, like in the comics, I'm kind of like, all right, Lobo. Uh huh. Yeah. Just stop. Please don't. No. Brooke the book. Hey, Tiffany and Sal. Don't Hi. have a lot to say, except I hope you have a great evening and you guys are the best. Thank you very much, Brooke. Well, That's really nice. Uh, thanks for the distraction from homework. <gasps> you get back yeah, to you work. You get back to it. You tell your teacher that homework is child abuse. Uh, what? No. Don't really do that. But homework is bad. <laughs> uh, B Black, uh, did Tiffany already give her thoughts on the DC announcement? Not really. Not publicly. I did on my Twitch channel. That's true. So you should be, ch- oh, I, but, you should be are, watching twitch.tv. What are my thoughts here? I, I'll do it really quickly. Here are my really quick Let's hear thoughts. Them, yeah. uh, I, I like a lot of things. I'm very excited for a lot of them. I think that's the reason why most people aren't excited for them because for some reason, the things that I'm the most excited about are often not super popular. Mm-hmm. And that's not like I'm like, I just mean, that's just kind of how I seems to roll sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't be more thrilled about the idea of Superwoman. Uh, woman super, of tomorrow. Yeah, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow being a movie the fact that tom king seems to be involved with it i hope bilkis gets to be there on set as well to you know to see some of her creations come to light they're not unless they do anime they're not gonna be able to replicate that no, style but action. they can replicate it maybe in color palette well, they could, so I, they could make it all happen. and then they could have matt lopes be there too since he's the one who colored it and brought that to life yeah um i'm very excited for swamp thing to get a second chance i liked the uh hbo show that they did yeah um for dc universe the dc universe show sorry that they did um for that one season up until the last few episodes when they were clearly like oh no we ran out of money mm-hmm. um so i'm really glad for uh, him to be getting a, a chance on the big screen you know get him known by others there's so much to pull from uh big thing for me was that gun said horror yeah in there so i was like okay cool we're all on the same page well and you know who's making it apparently no is that that one i think yes i've so heard james that. mangold yeah yeah i heard that fine yeah that's fine absolutely fine um also john stewart yeah, just the fact that John Stewart was mentioned was huge for me. 
John Stewart's my Green Lantern that he's like the first one I was ever introduced to, as mm -hmm. I said on my Twitch stream that like later on when I would learn that there were other Green Lanterns, I basically was like, who is this white man? Hell, <laughs> <laughs> Jordan shows up like, who are you? Why is everyone giving you, why does everybody think you such a big deal? Yeah, you're not, what? No, mm -hmm. you're not Green Lantern. Get out. Yeah. Um. But uh. yeah, so I'm super jazzed about that. And I, I think the casting for his role is really important to me. Yes um and i don't know if i'm like trying to figure out i'm like gonna do buddy cop it's like you know john gonna be the new kid on the block i don't necessarily want that but i do want him to be around longer because typically the older character will end up dying off then yeah but it's got to be a it's got to be the right actor it's got to be the right fit for this because john does there's a lot to him yeah you can take that character a lot of different ways i don't know mm -hmm. um stuff i'm not super excited for i don't think starting with damien as the first robin well, who knows? We don't know. He's the first Robin we're going to see on screen since Chris O'Donnell. So, but who knows if he's the first Robin? But it that, may be like a longer, an older here's Batman. Here's the thing, though. It doesn't matter if he is or he isn't. He's the first one people are going to see. That's true. Yeah. That, I think, is like, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, everything else, like, you know, I'm pretty. Like, yeah. Creature Commandos, Blue yeah. Beetle. I mean, not Booster Gold, I should yeah, say. Booster Gold, cool. Creature Commandos. I don't know about it, but it's got the word creature in it. I feel like I'm probably going to enjoy it. Yep um the authority the authority super interested to see where that's going to go and then yep. the can't wait for stuff. midnighter and apollo yeah yeah so all kinds of good stuff there yeah anyway uh rystone 117 uh the moon knights could team up with dusk hornet prodigy and ricochet those are all different characters that spider-man created when he was oh. is about 100 years ago um nick beledso you guys are the best comic channel oh that's very thank you very much nick apropos of our you know mm -hmm. the worst uh consistently great recommendations and such cool insights to the world of comics i hope it's popcorn i hope it's popping time intros oh i love the <laughs> i love the it's popping time intros you guys rock that was literally somebody in the comments yesterday or last week was like i love i love their classic line it's popping time i'm like well now it is i'm gonna use it now blow their mind oh okay great yeah uh jose rivera well, thank you very much man uh, jose rivera i'm excited for booster gold and superman legacy superman legacy i can't wait to see where they go with it i hope james gunn gets a gets out of not having oh, direct paradise lost yeah and Which, paradise lost here's what i love about that is that we're like developing the world of wonder woman without needing her in it yeah yeah that's true i think that's really i bet they cool. put her in it anyway i'm sure they will but like i think that's a really smart way mm -hmm. to help develop that and to understand yeah to not distract away yeah. from it yeah yeah or to like be able to like if and when you like introduce her or let her have her own well i think it'll be gal but yeah you think they're gonna keep it yeah uh well regardless i'm just saying like whatever they decide to do with that mm -hmm. she already had like there's this world that you already know it's like oh i know this is like the tone that right like, this, you know like i think it's smart yeah that's fair uh you read i read Legion of X, number 10. I was waiting for you to get to it. I don't yeah. know why. I read my Cy Spurrier uh, with art by uh, Netho Diaz. Yes. Nimrod! Nimrod. Nimrod's been here. He's, he's he's like jacked into Warlock and trying to... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Nimrod's... The, this this cover does not happen. Damn it! Nimrod does not show up and fight. Because yeah. Nimrod it was, was scary. He used to be like a really formidable opponent until they like kind of... They norded him. Aqua got norded. Aqua got norded. Mike was asking. Um, <laughs> I was not going to curse like that because I'm like, you know what? They're listening. YouTube's listening. YouTube is listening. Uh, no, it, it's more like the representation of what Nimrod is trying to do. And he is scary because what he's trying to do is trying to bring the phalanx down upon Krakoa and Earth, essentially. Yeah. So that is very scary. Even if he's not there to punch everybody, you can still be scary. Yeah. Right? So he's taking over poor Warlock, who's like basically being used as a conduit in order to make all this 
come true. Yeah. Um, so we've got, you know, a, a, a contingent of some of the, um, some of uh, Nightcrawler's like Legion mm. core, whatever they are, right. um, trying to get in and, and turn off this beacon, essentially. Okay. Like, you know, they had this like tower that um, Nightcrawler had built and Warlock's trapped inside along with um, Forget Me Not. Mm hmm. Is that his name? Yes. <laughs> just I know joke. it's funny. Oh, are you doing a joke? <laughs> I just know because uh, I made a I, I made a video once and people were like, "You you forgot about it? Forget me not." And I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> well, that become that, that's important in this. Is yes. the remembering of him. Right. So he's in there. The only way you can remember him is if you have like this special tech in your ear. So the uh, remember Marionette, the tall yes. yes, who like started off this whole. Thing with like crazy powers and like yeah, yeah. gravity powers that got that under control it's mm -hmm. really cool stuff um but she's like they were like had a thing oh. and so like she had the the just have the thing in her, in head. her ear so she remembers him and oh. that falls out at one point doesn't like she doesn't remember him and whatever so you got that going on nightcrawler meanwhile is dealing with his like adoptive mom who you know is part of the whole wire some mutants like uh, mutations going out of control they're like evolving beyond like mm. there's all this crazy stuff happening nightcrawler is one of them nightcrawler is very important to all of this yeah she wants him to just like submit to his like inner desire to evolve and yes. to change and he won't do it but you know all of his friends are, are in pain and they're they're starting to evolve he's like hurt some of them he's like i don't want to do this i don't want to be this mm -hmm. she's like you just gotta let it go babe you just gotta like not let that that be a thing yeah um he kills like all of the the um folk that I, or the orcas troops who were there with her cool um before inevitably she um draws from him the fact that he had a spark inside of him remember like the spark the whole thing oh, right yeah. and they were gonna go magic on this one and she pulls a sword out of his she's like it's not a soul sword it's a hope sword oh okay so, but she takes it from him oh. so now there's like a big empty hole in him oh basically and what's gonna fill that well you know that um that like deity Mother yes. righteous mother righteous she's like what what let's make a deal you and i so that's where that story ends right okay. and like oh crap that's crazy and then you got the nimrod thing going on we're like warlock they get in there right like so you know cypher is there and and juggernaut's there and how do they get in you know like they're like okay wait maybe we can get like a teleporter okay we don't have time for that and then like marionette's like i'm literally here with like a whole bunch of ridiculous powerhouses now and you like you're all worried about not punching something right now you mm -hmm. have to just punch your way into the tower the juggernaut's like the crystal doesn't like isn't as powerful as it used to be i can't mm, do it okay and so you know how banshee's got like that that spirit of variance within him i guess he's got okay so mother righteous made a deal with him and so basically he got a spirit of vengeance but it's called the spirit of variance it got kicked out by the other vengeance oh, spirits okay. like they're like no nah, you don't get to hang out with us so he's got that and he's like all right you, you know what every ghost rider needs mm, it's like a vehicle a vehicle so he just jumps on Juggernaut's shoulders and makes Juggernaut his car. Oh my god! And he's like, "I think I can power you up." And they bust on in there, and they're and they've got like the the Krakoan Sentinels because oh yeah, they're you know Nimrod's building those because he's learning. He's like mm -hmm. they're figuring out the gates. He's trying to do all of it. Meanwhile, the Phalanx is coming. Like it's all a mess, right? Like it's all like and they're coming from the astral plane, so it's a disaster. Mutants are dying left and right. Yeah. Um, and Warlock essentially is like. I have to die. Okay. You have to kill oh, me. Oh, no. And, like, Cypher's like, I can't do that, man. Mm -hmm. Like, we're bonded. I can't, yeah. I can't do that. He's like, you have to. And Cypher won't do it. And then uh, it seems like all will be lost. They're not, like, not doing well. And then, like, for ne forget me not, grabs Marion and he's like, remember me. Mm. And he just goes up there and he, like, pulls the thing that's, like, 
herding warlock out and like yeah he dies warlock dies mm-hmm. no one remembers no that, no that forget me not died because the thing falls out of her ear Ugh. there's a huge explosion yeah and they're all like oh my gosh i guess it just like something like some stray debris must have knocked it out like oh my god like listen like it's okay though you know all the mutants who died here today will be able to be resurrected. No one, no one stays dead today. And yeah. then you just see his skull in the corner <laughs> next to the earpiece. I'm like, it's so sad. I'm like, that sucks. Yeah. But like Cypher's messed up Yeah, because he like basically part of him got ripped out mm-hmm. now. And they're like, maybe he, maybe he's not gone. Like you can't bring Warlock back the yeah. same way. They're like he's software. So maybe there's a copy of him. Like maybe we can fix this. I don't know. Mm. But like Warlock's dead. Yeah. And so is Forget Me Not. And so is Forget Me Not. Oh no, that's that's really no, it's, I know that's it's very really sad. sad. They really um, they did a good job. But the key, the other big part of the story is, of course, Legion. Legion in the last issue had his dad come because Chuck assumed that Legion was going to attack him, and then yeah. it turns out he gets there, and he's just Aww. like, "Everything you made is beautiful, and I'm a dick <laughs> because I like introduce um, this like protocol into your brain to essentially like." not really lobotomize you but like just weaken like we had this because because i didn't trust you no here's the difference and and this is not writing this is just literally this is good writing from both writers yeah and just different characters beast is like an unforgivable monster who really he's like no but i am right but i but i know i'm a monster yeah you read chuck's stuff and and you're like i get it i you're wrong right but i see where you're coming from. i get why you think you're right yeah like you're a monster and you are not correct yeah but you definitely think like that you're like the fact is like David is the most powerful mutant I've ever met. Right. And like, you know, if he was, if that, if that mutation was in the like body of like a normal, like healthy adult, that'd Mm -hmm. be fine. But like David's got his own problems going on too. And he's like, I have to make sure that like, I'm not only protecting myself, but also, like my dream yeah. because my dream would help not only like every mutant, kind, every member of mutant kind, but also my son. And so like, if you think about it, like what I'm doing is actually like, it's the be- greatest show of love. And yeah. I'm like, that is such garbage, <laughs> but I know you think that. Yes. So like, I'm like, I love, I freaking love the way in which this dynamic is being written right now. Right. Where It's just like, I know Charles is wrong, but I appreciate that like he's not an unforgivable monster. Right. Like, he's not great and he's definitely not even like remotely dad of the year. Yeah. But like he's like, I I have to go. I gotta go back to Krakoa and help my people. And they're like, yeah. you need to stay here and help your son. So he bails. <laughs> yeah. And the like crazy phalanx, like, you know, like Shadow King looking, you know, thought monsters coming for David because they sense him. They're like, oh, uh. They, he describes it as like like it's like truffling oh. like once they get his scent they're gonna root him out until they, they get him and he's like he's down for the count there's nothing he can do mm-hmm. charles comes back yeah like, i can't leave my son mm-hmm. and he's like i'm so sorry i did this to you can you can you trust me now mm. so he takes his helmet off and he grabs david's head in order to like tap into his power and help fight back and it's funny because like the the way in which spurrier describes it is that he's like charles is a powerful man but he's never experienced power like this yeah and so he's just like he sees everything mm. and he sees everything that David is and everything that David has done and just all of it all at once. Cool. Right. And at the end, like he, he cries and he's just like, he's like, he's like, Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like my boy, like <laughs> you're like, you're incredible. Like, wow. it's, it's a really nice moment for the two of them. That's and I'm nice. like, I mean, they, their, their relationship is very much damaged. Yeah. Even more so somehow. Mm. But like, this is like such a great moment. And like, there's something 
this art is good. I wish there was a different artist on it. Mm -hmm. I do like it at times, but then you get like panels like this is like an iconic looking panel. Yeah. It has this old school feel to it. it, Like Charles experiencing everything that his son is. And you only like see his eye. Yeah. Really. And it's just beautiful. Yeah. Great. That's great. So like I'm, I love what they're doing with this. Um, Yeah. This was something that once you introduce Legion into the fray, you had to be like, well, someone has to deal with with this. this. Yeah. You can't just have Legion floating around and not have Charles you know right talk about this or i have to deal with it or not you know you had him deal with his daughter yeah that's true so kind of you know he brought her back that's next yeah (laughs) so (laughs) like it a lot good book this one like i said this one was really action-packed so like this but like trust me if you're reading a size barrier book i guarantee you're gonna have to look up a couple of words because you're gonna be like do i know what this word is (laughs) oh okay i think i knew what that word was but i've never seen it Mm. or i don't know how to pronounce this word yeah so i really really enjoy that I love that. Like I'm learning from this book as well. Um, just telling you, these British guys. I know they, they, <laughs> they've had some history doing it. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Dark Web finale number one uh, from Zeb Wells of and seventeen. Adam yeah, I guess. Hang on, I have to address the Charles as a daughter thing. Yes, he has a half daughter. Yeah. Well, not half daughter. It's no, a it's... half. It's a half Alien. sister. Oh yeah. To Legion. Yes, it's it's Legion's half sister, but it's yes. Her name her name is Zandra. She's um, it's Charles and uh, Lilandra's daughter. Right. Uh, yeah. So um, this is part. This is literally the fin- it's. They need, this is terrible. The fact that they called it Dark Web Finale Number One. Marvel yeah. is just like trying to circumvent the like sales de- declination of an of a sixth issue or a twelfth issue versus a like number one of the last issue of your series. There's some it's it's dirty and it's stupid and I hate it. It's yeah. A terrible decision. Awful. Now let's talk about this issue. Okay. Um you're like it was dirty. It and- was dirty <laughs> and it was stupid and it was awful. No, um <laughs> you, you you can tell at least until the end. Again, like the most backhanded compliment I can give it is that it looks like Zeb Wells is having a really fun time. Like Zeb Wells is is just just really enjoying himself. And like when you think about the guy who like helped write like all the Star Wars robot chicken sketches, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Like you want to be in limbo. You want to have like 17 silly ass demons like gooping around and but saying dumbass stuff. Yeah, and it was great. Yeah, sometimes there's flukes and like, you know, no, oh, is Hellions is the fluke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and no, look, those Star Wars robot chickens are hilarious. Uh-huh. I agree. Those are funny. Yeah, funny yeah. writer. Uh, and but you know, and 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 I guarantee you, there are people who like think Rec Rap is hilarious and awesome, and they really like the demon stuff. Like, there is a there is a straight up demographic of people who like want to see you know henson-esque muppets going like i'm an idiot <laughs> like and just be like a some kind of like goofy crack mirror version of a thing you know like and, and so that's for them mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they ain't spider-man readers but like they exist and uh so i'm sorry they didn't get to get a chance to enjoy this because the rest of us just kind of like are just kind of like waiting for it to end um but you know you could tell like zeb was having fun and like especially because he's like i've had to do like goblins and i've had to do like peter and paul and mary and you know and 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 parsley sage rosemary and thyme and like it's just you know i got so much going on that's like sad or frustrating i mean i have i have to have peter wet his pants at some point soon and i need to have him like you know have erectile dysfunction like i need to really integrate all these different things that make peter like just just the least uh sympathetic protagonist you have um you know i gotta have him like even though he's like dated black cat like 
for like a span of years, like literally years. And like, you know, their relationship evolved into friendship and whatnot. Um, I got to have him like kind of try to ask her out, but then like, you know, poop himself or fart and, you know, just completely whiz the whole thing because he's like not sure of himself anymore. I have to have him fight uh, a 900 year old man and have him like almost die. Like I'm, I'm so busy right now. So what you mean is that you love what... dark web is a, well, dark web is a complete change uh, from the regular amazing Spider-Man series because it's like a bunch of goofy nonsense. Right. And like, I think we talked about this last episode, the fact that like, you can tell that like the editor mm-hmm. was probably given a directive. Now I, I, I don't blame Zeb for this. It's that, and I don't care about Ben Riley. <laughs> like I, I bought that issue where he died to make sure he did. Ben Riley ruined Spider-Man for me. He took my books away. He ruined it. Yeah. And that's funny now because now people who are fans are like, you ruined Ben Riley. Oh, yeah. And it's like, and I'm like, now you know what it's like. Comics are cyclical. I was enjoying Spider-Man, and then this effing clown shows up, and he ruins the book for years. Scryers and Judas Travelers and ghosts and jackals and clones. Oh, my. Why? Stupid. And it ruined everything, and it never really fixed itself until, like, until Mackie decided to try and make it work. And then JMS did what Mackie did, but with, with, with talent. And then, like, you know, but, but we're here now, and... Uh, like, I feel bad for Ben, you know? But, like, you can tell the editorial is, like, we have Miles. We can't, We don't have room for Ben. There's no room this for... Was, this was a little bit of a character assassination. Uh, this is, this is like, the JFK of character assassinations. I, I don't know. Oh, no, the Abraham Lincoln. Because, <laughs> like, JFK, that was, a, that was a tough shot, and it was from far away. That's JFK true. was point blank. That's what this is. A, a, you mean Abraham Lincoln? Abraham Lincoln, blank. yeah, I'm sorry. It was point blank. Yeah, Abe a, a, a Lincoln was point blank. Uh, but this is like, but you can tell they were like, we have Miles, we have Peter. We're trying to like scale it back, which is something I actually appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, but don't do a year long story about Ben mm. re-legitimizing him. Don't do a really good Scarlet Spider series about Kane, you know, like it's, as it turns out, I'm not so much a hater on multiple Spider-Man as much as I'm a hater on books that suck. That's fair. And Scarlet Spider was not a sucky book. And while I didn't really love Spider-Man Beyond, it's better than this. And it gave Ben something to do. And something to do that was genuinely better than anything they had been doing with him before. Like, dead no more clone conspiracy? Give me a break. Ugh. You know? Look, people love Ben. I'm People love the, the prequels. I, I can't stop it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I, I can't help but what the majority or the vocal minority like. So all I can do is just say, this is how I feel and I'm moving on. Right. But I can at least be like even like, you know, open-minded enough to say like, you know, look, we needed him to die in like 1997 or whatever, mm-hmm. or 96, but he doesn't need to be dead now. And he certainly doesn't need to be chasm. No. And, uh, no, this just felt like a scatter shot of trying to like get a character to be used later on. But, but it's like, they did that already. Like they literally ended that awful arc with him being like, I'm chasm. And then, you could tell like, and, and if you read the letter, like that's at the end of that issue of the, at the end of the beyond arc, like the editor was like, I hate Ben. Like we don't, we have no plan for Ben Riley and editorial doesn't want him used, but my assistant editor loved Ben Riley. So we needed to fill it. We needed a convergence to fill some time. And so we put the Ben Riley arc in there. And that was like our send off for Ben Riley. Mm. But we do have room for like a stupid crappy Spider-Man villain. Cause we always have room for a stupid, one of them drives cars. That's his whole thing is he drives cars. 
we have room for crappy Spider-Man villains. One of them drives a car that's just a big wheel. And his name is the Big Wheel. There are enough room for crappy Spider-Man characters. How about Chasm? That we can relegate Ben to being Chasm. That's where he can go. And it's like, okay, fine. You know what? Do that. Do that. But then don't in the same breath go, and he's also getting a massive event. We're going to tie in with the X-Men. Because it's too soon and it's too much. And Chasm wasn't developed enough to be worthwhile. How much did you love Hallow's Eve putting on those masks? I was like, okay. So I've said this before. It's dumb. Yeah. Like I appreciate that. Like anybody like me in, in high school, a guy who sticks to walls, a guy who's a human cannonball, a rich guy with bat, with bat ears. <laughs> but like putting on different Halloween masks and getting powers of the Halloween masks he put on is fucking dumb. And it never doesn't look stupid. When she puts on that Frankenstein mask or the Wolfman mask or the Witchman, I'm like, this is this is a this is a shark lawyer idea. This is a first idea. I you see we've seen that done before. Something I don't know what I I is it Co? Am I thinking of Co? Yeah, you're thinking of Co from Avatar: The Last Airbender, where it's amazing. The, oh, the face, the face stealer. Yeah. If if Hollow's Eve was a face stealer, that'd be something. But this is stupid. This is just she raided a party city and gets the she has the powers of a party city. Where she puts on her face. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. Well, you'll get to find out more. Yeah, I can't wait for more <laughs> for more Hallow's Eve. No, it's I, horrible. I had bigger issues with the fact that it felt like um, the two sides of this event yeah. weren't talking to each other so much. Right. Like it's an X-Men Spider-Man event. I remember people like trying to defend it, but not not like in a negative way, just like in a cool. OK, well, let's see him. I'm probably myself included where it's like we haven't seen Spider-Man and the X-Men team up in a long time. Let's see mm-hmm. that. Let's go for it. Well, they didn't. In the first no, issue, they, no. they team up in the uh, at the ice rink, and then that's it. And then, to top it all off, they have this awful thing where, like, two clones, missing memories. That's their motivation. Yeah. In a tie-in, 50% of your villains get it fixed. It's not a tie-in. That's the X-Men right. part of that's it. The X-Men that's, part that's of the X-Men part. That's the X-Men part. But, like, then at the end, the characters who facilitate that 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 solution i know don't do it and for no reason if you're gonna be lazy you put in a thing spider-man goes why don't you just do what you did for me or 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 somebody madeline says i wish it could work that way but it doesn't work for ben and i don't know why and you have the secret thing that you can that you let some other writer figure out later I, don't, I wish I could fix it. Or Hallow's Eve goes, you don't need those memories. You know, that's, that was my pitch. I'm yeah. like, make her because like, not that we need a bunch of like characters like that, but like she right now you've literally like, she's written in that way where it's like, I'm like, I can definitely right. see she's her a, being She's a like, toxic relationship. Or like, she's just like, we finally have something. Yeah, that's true. We built something, you know, we, we, we're finally, we have something new uh, that's ours. Yeah. That could be, but no, instead she flies away and well she gets put in a hole like she gets put in the, like through like a portal right she's gone she's gone for now and hopefully forever and uh and and they just don't like but you put a line in there they didn't put a line in there there's nothing no. they just don't they didn't even mention wanting to do it in this right issue which i thought was interesting then was also like, he does mention not to interrupt but like no, he does mention that that's why he's mad in this issue like he's like you took my memories, but they don't mention how they solve the problem. So, 
Wait, so he's okay. So what bet memories are is Ben missing? I, it, it is deliberately nebulous. They deliberately don't tell you how many. Like he he has shadows of it. Like you know he knows that Norman killed him, but he doesn't know why or for what. Re- so it's like there. It, it's made up, and it's it's it is a it is a scatter shot. Well, because concept. The difference was like for for Jean and Madeline. Yeah. Maybe the problem is because like. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. In that X book, I think they say that like Madeline doesn't get like it's not like she gets like she doesn't get memories. She, she doesn't gets... get like the time. She gets like the sensations of it. Yes, but like Ben wants the memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like maybe Jean's like I can't do that. But she easily could. Well, she couldn't do it for Maddie. No, she didn't do it for Maddie. No, she <laughs> no. They say she couldn't. Right. Sure. Well, they should have said that in the book. I like, agree. In this book. I agree. The, the fact is. They couldn't only because it says it. Right. It's, it's or maybe because Peter was really like, you know, Madeline, like in it's so really like, here's what I'm everyone's saying. Everyone's out of like, character. Yeah, like well, at least from the other books. So yes. Like that was Ewing, right? What? The no, that was that was Duggan. Duggan, thank you. Duggan. I was like, which one is it? Duggan wrote the X-Men book, and like Madeline's in like a pretty okay place at the end of that. Mm-hmm. And then like obviously she's gotta put on her like, you know, like bad B outfit yes. going on here because like she does need to get limbo back in control. And like, you can't just come in and be like, that's no, cool guys. It's cool. Demons. I got my, I, I got my memories back. Someone has to rule down in limbo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, Peter's just like, screw you. And I'm like, yeah, you know what though? To be fair, you did kind of start all of this. Yeah, you and did. like, while you might be cool with the X-Men, you, you did kind of start all of this, Yep. but this doesn't really address that either. Like nope. we make Peter like really aggressive towards her. Like everybody in the books. Yeah. Right. Like, like, this is and the X Men the X Men are just kinda like Okay, that was weird. We'll just, we'll just let that happen. I'm yeah. Right? I don't want to write for them. Um Yeah. And but like and like Ben has to pay for his crimes and I'm like, but you kinda... But like does he? I mean he did do that. Like he did yeah. do it. He did yeah, but steal also, it and he did. He doesn't make it know worse. why he's doing it because he has no effing memory. Right. It really like it's it is very lazy. Really, Hallow's Eve is the one who's the most like I know what I'm doing. Right, she's very aware of what she's doing, <laughs> and could just tell him like what it's. It wasn't terribly strong, but I the only reason I'm like sort of like cool with it. Yeah, was because I got a really fun X Men story out of it. It was fun for the X Men. I'm glad that it worked I out. I really enjoyed those, and three we got yet issues. another horrible Spider Man event. Oh, also, I didn't really like how he wrote um, Maddie and Havoc, no. even though he wrote them to begin with. Yeah. Granted, when he wrote them, it was an abusive relationship because she'd just come back. And I guess he wasn't done writing with that. And I'm like, well, yeah, she's kind of they're in a better. Yeah. So I can put them in a better place. I'm out. I don't care what Peter Parker did. And, and I, I don't I don't care. I, I don't know if I'll ever care what Peter Parker's doing at this point, like because because there's no quality control. Marvel's like, ah, whatever. You can do whatever you want. Just whatever. Here's here's an event. Here's an event. And it's and it's and it's really bad. Right. I'm sorry. It's just it's really bad. Like it's lazy and it's self-indulgent and it's not engaging. It doesn't say anything. You know, I'd appreciate someone who's like trying to say something about something mm-hmm. that they really care about. Even if they fumble the bag, I get it. This is nothing. It's empty. It just kind of feels a little, you know how like I was talking about how like with uh, DC, there's just too many events. So it felt like we couldn't have our footing. Yeah. That's like Spider-Man is the equivalent of that. whole. Spider-Man thing. is all of DC comics where like, it's just, it's, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like it's just, there's no, there's, you don't feel like you can 
get your feet. Yeah. yeah you, can, you can't plant your feet on this. Yeah, you're book. not even close to like, you know, setting up your chair to have a seat. No, like. you can't. No, every, well, before you even like say, you know, you, before you even finish reading the title, they've upset the status quo again. Yeah. It's awful. It's just, just awful. And this, this is, there's no excuse for this. Like there's no excuse. Editorial should have been on top of this. Like it, it, it's so rare that like there are, cause the thing is, you know, I, I, we, we have a whole show predicated on the idea that there's events that are just super dumb. Yeah. And uh, you know, the thing is, you know, for some of them, especially the ones we'd talk about, like from the eighties and the early nineties, like they, they were all like that. It wasn't like there were like a ton that were like, it wasn't like for the most part, the comics were all fantastic. And right. Here's an exception. It was like, they were all kind of the same type, especially yeah. for Marvel. Where it's like it's all kind of the same wavelength, but like you can't have a book where like Daredevil's doing this and 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 Punisher's doing that and X Men's doing this and Spider Man is just so effing bad. Like this is, yeah, it's like an homage to bad events. No, I, I get, but you. without like the it's, trappings. It's funny because like when I was reading this, I'm like, this weirdly reminds me of reading stuff like Spirits of, of Venom. Yeah, but even Spirits Venom. of Venom, right? But even Spirits of Venom like looks fun. Yeah. and has Venom in it. Sure. <laughs> I mean, like, but that's, is that really enough? No. To save it, right? Like Spirits of Venom, absolutely not. But like, but at least you're getting Andy Kubert drawing Ghost Rider and Venom in one, that's, in like in a is, scene. That is very true. You know, like, and, and they're in sewers, and it's just like it, you get a dope who, poster. Out who of drew it. this? This one was uh was Adam Kubert, I think. Yeah, I'm like maybe he is trying to specifically homage Spirits of Venom, specifically something like that. Yeah, like specifically something like that. Yeah, it was Adam Kubert. Uh, Andy Kubert did uh, Spirits of Venom, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, no. It... But why? I know, I know. I'm not. But, I'm but not why? Saying, I'm just saying. Like, while I was reading it, like that's what made me think yeah. of. It's weird to read something like that in like modern storytelling yeah. because obviously throughout the years not that every book has to be has like, to have like a deeper meaning or some kind of like important yeah. human condition type exactly. of thing. exactly but they do like even, even by accident they do sometimes they do yeah but there, there are just different storytelling styles yes. and like you know right now like there's a specific story styling style and this just didn't match any of it i don't know yeah it's like uh what was it we were watching a thing from quentin tarantino talking about uh uh reservoir dogs how he was talking to a uh, director about he's like okay so you've written your script and you've got your stuff but now you have to do your like your um your deeper meaning mm -hmm. you got to do your like your um subtext work yeah and uh you know and, and he's like oh i didn't think about that so he's like he did a subtext work on reservoir dogs like oh it's a story about fathers and sons and like you know adopt them you know and it's like oh i don't want to do that mm. like now that i know that i'm capable of subtext I know that it will be there and whoever is looking for it will find it. Yeah. But I need to tell my story about gangsters and I can't get caught up in that. So it's like, for the most part, any writer working today is going to inadvertently end up with subtext. Yeah. And somehow Dark Web found none. Yeah, it's just, it's not, it's very true. No, you're absolutely correct. About I'm that. sorry. I mean, like, look, I'm not, and I don't want to bag on it because like, I don't want to appear to be that kind of group or yeah. We're you know, not we're critic. not trying to be like that. It's but just, like I'm not going to pretend. I, I'm not going to be like you know. It's, it's everybody's got opinions. Everybody's got ideas. You know. Everybody's got a, a right to do what they want to tell their story. You know. But like, I'm not going to pretend like this wasn't a waste of money. Like this this fleeced me. You know, I'm wronged. Mm -hmm. That's that, and and I'm going to call it out. I'm sorry. No, it's fair. I, I mean, like, like enough books that it's okay. Uh, like I'm not I'm not a right, hater. You're okay. You just try to get ahead of the comments because you're already in there, I commenters. Know. I know you're there. I but see like, you. I, I can't. But like, I I enjoyed enjoyed the X Men stuff. Right, and, and, and you know what? Admittedly, like I didn't really care for it, but I didn't care about it either. So it wasn't you know, 
I, I wasn't like, oh, this sucks because I don't care. Like, oh man, I don't normally read X Men, so when I read it, I hated it. Like, that's so lame. Like, yeah. don't do that. I read, I read Spider Man. I've read a thousand issues of Spider Man in my life. Yeah. So like, I get to talk about it, you know. But uh, yeah, no, I'm not gonna bag on that. You know, and and I did it, you know, those. Saying, and like, I didn't care not, for the first issue, but I like the second one. You yeah, know, those, of the not, dark web. It's not all negativity. It's just you know we want no. it to be stronger. I know. All right, let's get into some recommend. Well, let's actually let's get into some super chats. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. That. Actually, let's do this. Yeah, actually. Yeah, but uh, all right, here we go. We're getting. I'm oh, sorry. They're they're they're. Here we go. Almost there. You you got it. Is that it? I don't know. I was just I was supporting you. Nope. No, no, you are, but like, no, that wasn't right. We we got this. Would be so trust okay, me. When we get I to the super it. chats. Oh my god, you're gonna you're, gonna, you're gonna like they're gonna blow. Your mind. your mind like ace newman uh norman ace norman says uh sal i thank slash blame you for reawakening my love of comics <gasps> after falling off slash escaping the weekly grind i love you guys love you too ace thanks so much no i listen you know just just don't don't be afraid to drop off and pick up when you can you know nikki t john stewart was also my first green lantern with the cartoon Yay! so many but then i read dc new frontier and i suddenly got why jeff johns is a hard-on for hal jordan <laughs> That's the song. I get you. Oh, for, or for John. Yeah. I get you. I get you. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was me. I was like, yeah, this wait, what? Great. Yeah, no, I know. Who are, who are you folk? Yep. Uh, Akuma Ranger. Uh, hey, a first time, uh, first time around here. Well, welcome Akuma. Uh, love you in Street Fighter. Uh, this event was frustrating. Nick Lowe's quote regarding Ben Riley's recent arc made me wish that these editors and like-minded writers just not bring him back at all. What a waste. I agree. Yeah. Like if you hate a character, don't use them. You know? Yeah. That's all. Like, here's the thing. I'm not going to be writing a red ghost story no. ever. I might use Rogel Czar, you know, in a story, but just because Rogel Czar is so stupid. Because you want to pull his pants down. I want to pull his pants down. But he, you know what, though? Like, he's a villain. But he's a villain, so it's okay. Yeah, it's not like I hate uh, Ted Cord. And so I'm going to do a whole book about, I'm going to beg people for a Ted Cord book so I can talk about how much he sucks. Uh, Brian Taballer says, I just got here and Sal's already killing me. I'm dying in my living room. Well, I'll call off to call the paramedics. Thank you very much for watching. Man. I'm glad we were the last thing you saw before you passed away. <laughs> Denial, the mask gimmick was better in Majora's Mask. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. I never go. even played that game. But and I know what that was. literally what I was thinking of. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It wasn't Co. Yes. It was Majora's Mask. Yes. Nikki Thank T, you. Hallow's Eve sounds like a crappy vixen. Vixen's cooler than Hallow's Eve by a country mile. Vixen can turn into cool animals and stuff. Wow. The Milkman, give a Hallow's Eve blank masks and the ability to steal faces for up to three people. Heroes or villains. She has her she has their powers and surface level memories. That's the super adaptoid. You don't need Hallow's Eve. That's still but then more, you don't have like a person. Still a more interesting character. Though. Way better. Yeah, but then you'd have a girl hobgoblin. Uh, Delta five oh first bringing back bringing back my question uh, bringing my question back bell thoughts oh uh, yeah I loved it yeah uh, I honestly we we went into that um, you know because I I've actually I actually haven't seen all of the girl who left her time I've seen part of it but uh, I was watching it I think online somewhere mm -hmm. like on YouTube for like when it was there yeah like they had it for a little bit and then like they didn't right um, or maybe it was Netflix I don't know mm -hmm. but like I was like I kind of wanted to watch it with you and now I don't I don't have it but anyway right. I've seen all the other Hosoda movies um, I have a, like some really deep connections to all of them I think they're all beautiful mm -hmm. and I love all their stories like I think they're all excellent but some of them I have a deeper connection yes. with and this one we went into it and obviously um, you know doing a little bit different in terms of like animation style there and initially that didn't really capture me and then I realized what we were doing with the style right. with the story I was like I knew 
was kind of like you know meant to be a beauty of the beast style story and i was like all right well, whatever like and i'm like watching it and then like i kind of thought i knew where the story was going and i was totally wrong and i literally could not have been more thrilled yeah not have been more thrilled with being so wrong yeah um it was a beautiful story really like you know hit me emotionally yep. I, I was crying by the end. Let's talk about that. Uh, no. <laughs> um, just really stunning. Uh, continues to be one of my favorite mm-hmm. like anime creators. Nice. Like, I, I, oh yeah, him. Yeah. yeah, like Hosoda. Like literally, Hosoda uh, is just one of my favorites. Yeah, you know. I know. We we did also watch like um, quite a while ago. We watched Your Name. We, yeah, we did. We enjoyed that quite a bit. But like, you know, like Wolf Children. Yeah. You know, Summer, Summer Wars. Wars, like that's my, that's like, I'm like, yeah, Miyazaki and then Hosoda for yes. me, for me. It's fair. It's just, I have like, it's just a connection. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rye Stone, uh, what's what Peter Parker did gets out to stop reading Amazing Spider-Man. That's not hard to do. I mean, I quit that book every, every generation or so. Uh, and Andre F. Tiffany, did you read Scarlet Witch? I didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah, me. Either. I wanted to. No, what I said I was going to, and I had it like on my list of like these are the things I yeah. have to read today. And I there's no time. You I ended up reading so Demon Wars or yeah, Demon Wars instead. Good for you. Sorry. Uh, Dan V900. Marvel editors just clearly not caring about Spider-Man unless it could result in MJ and Peter getting back together full time. Sucks. I gave up on the run early. You can't explain some something in 25. You can't explain something 25 issues in. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you can do that most writers do that now where they start their stories in the middle uh you can't do that with this it doesn't work mm. uh fair point girk pectus uh hey i literally just got back from the escape from an escape room uh slash holidays attraction convention what there's time to catch my favorite youtubers there's nice. a convention like that that's kind of neat i want to go to that right? i like doing escape rooms yeah I, i'm sure it's more like if you'd like to have one right but that, that sounds awesome i almost uh yeah well what well, nothing uh, Dan V900 returns. Spencer's run was paced terribly with the kindred stuff taking 55 issues. Wells, it is his nonsense with taking so long on what Peter Parker did. Who cares? M- not me. Uh, yeah, that's right. Like, Kindred took too long, and it was, you know, he was a mystery box. And I, but I also firmly believe that Kindred was, you know, supposed to be Harry Osborne uh, in his soul. Like, his soul was back in a body. And uh, I think that. Um, I don't want to open a can of worms here, but yeah. finish your no, And, uh, well, but I think that editorial changed it. I think the editorial took the book from Nick Spencer at the end. I I don't want to open a can of worms here because I really because we got to keep going here. Right. Um, We're almost done. But <laughs> but well, that's what I'm afraid of. It's like what is it with the like the oh, belief apparently that unless you put a like mystery box dangling carrot into a Spider-Man book, it won't sell. Right. It's I'm like it's, it's Spider-Man. A book. Like I just I, it'll sell. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I, I get you doing that maybe in some smaller books because it's like, all right, we got six issues. We, we gotta keep, get a hook. We gotta get them in there. Ah, yeah. Like, it's, You're I, like Moon Knight. Moon Knight does not have a mystery box. No. Neither does Daredevil. They're just books right? that are doing good. I just, I don't understand it. No. Like, he's Spider-Man. I think Amazing Spider-Man needs to die. I think the book needs to die. I told you that. Yeah. No, you said to take it off the table. I think that Amazing Spider-Man needs to drop to 35,000 copies oh no i think like i think the book needs to die according to marvel where they go like where they stop regarding the book okay like oh my god what have we done right that's the only way gonna happen no it's yeah yeah they keep this pace uh dan v i'll give tom taylor credit with the announcement today i didn't see john meeting in justice superman where's eradicator lois meeting in justice superman which is a great idea from you i know i don't understand it but i trust tom taylor if he's gonna do it like if anybody's gonna do it tom taylor might and if he doesn't then i'll do it but yeah, and jo- yeah, Dark Multiverse Superwoman. Mm-hmm. Man, come on. Yeah, Eradicator Lois. Thank you. 
Um, this guy, 9947, keep the chasm design slash name and make it the embodiment of Peter's love and memories that was removed by Mephisto. That'd be a threat to Peter and all of his loved ones. Uh, that's, yeah, I mean, you can make Kane chasm. You know, he was a bad guy for a while. He used to grab people's faces and pull them off. Like, I mean, I, you know. I, I, how about make nobody cast? You don't want that. You, you need you need your face. I know that's why it's so scary. I know. <laughs> like you know, don't uh, you know? Don't. Why do we need a chasm at all? Nobody asked for chasms. Such a terrible name. Kirk Pectus. I've been uh, to two attraction attractions cons. One in Florida. This in St. Louis. Look them up. They're so fun. You should go. Oh, all right. We'll check them out. That's cool. All right. Here's some books that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. Yay! Uh, Static Shadows of Dakota from Vita Ayala and Nicholas Draper Ivy. Uh, new Static book. I'm gonna check it out. Static's oh, one of my favorite DC two. characters. Yeah, nice. I love that they keep the Milestone logo on there. Me too. Like it's DC, but it's also a Milestone. Never yeah. forget that. As it should be. Um, Red Goblin number one. Alex uh, Pack Nadal and Jan Basildua. Um, I gotta see what this is. I'm just gonna check it out. See what's going on. This feels like this should be a Halloween initiative. Like, cause they got a Gold Goblin book. This is coming Red out. Goblin, They're gonna do that Halloween Eve. Eve. Like which I'll never read, it, but it's February. Yeah. But I'll see what this is. Uh, speaking of goblins, gold goblin, Chris Cantwell, land Medina. This is just a good book. I just enjoy the series. It's weird how good this is. So I'm going to read the rest of it. Uh, but a perfect book is Gotham city year one from Tom King and Phil Hester. This series is the book that if you haven't been reading, you must, it is the penultimate issue. I believe uh, there's six issues of this series. You need that's, to be reading this that's book. Two less than, than Supergirl. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Don't let anyone spoil your you on this book. Just read it. Just read the book. Uh, Daredevil 8, Zdarsky Chichetto. Gee, who's he fighting? Oh, my goodness. You'll find out on back <laughs> issues this week. And Batman 132, Zdarsky and Hawthorne. Um, I love uh, Jorge Jimenez just, just, just being like, I'm going to try something different with these covers. I love when he does that. I was going to say, this is very, this is dynamic. Yeah, because I, I saw it from afar, like earlier today, and I was like, just putting chicks on the cover. <laughs> It's like, how about just a hot chick? Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. it's it's Selena. And it's like the reflection. Yeah. Like I loved uh, one of my favorite covers is Jorge him and his, um, is the Superman cover where it's just people mm. and Superman's shadow. Yes. He's he's so clever. But uh, this book is great. If you're not reading it, skip the fail safe arc and just read this because it's okay. just neat. Uh, so that's what I'm reading. Can you make this so that I can see the tabs? Uh, yes. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. No problem. Uh, because I didn't, I didn't pull my stuff out. I know. Like I a know. big, like a big dummy dumb over no, there. No, you're not. Uh, I wanted to see something with this though. You got to see it. Click the, click the, the, the dial. I did. Okay. Uh, this is from Amazing Spider-Man. It's written by Joe Kelly. God damn it! All right, it's well, a, I'll read that. It's a filler that. issue, apparently. Good. We need one. Just, I'm just letting you know. Someone mentioned it. I was like, I thought I remember hearing that too. All right, then I'll pick up this issue. And the and Dodsons are drawing it. What a, what a. What a boneheaded decision that is. Why? It would be like if you were a crappy podcast host uh -huh. and then you brought in a really good podcast host <laughs> to, uh, to, to fill in for you for one episode. Okay, Just remind your audience like, okay. hey, anyone better exists. Because what's Joe Kelly doing right now? That isn't writing Spider-Man. Didn't he write that awful? I didn't like that other book, but like it looked good. You know, the the, the Botchlo book. I know it looked good to you. He, the the, the non-stop Spider-Man book. Oh yeah, 
He made a bunch of he makes a bunch of uh, fun YouTube videos too. That's right. You should subscribe to Joe Kelly's YouTube channel, by the way. Yeah, he just literally... he doesn't upload it often enough. Anymore. No, but I I mean probably because nobody's... I guess he's freaking busy. I, I guess so. I mean I I don't know. So other than that, uh, I'm also going to give a short shout out to Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants, written by Al Ewing. Um, this is all this is a sinister a sense of sinister tie in. All right, this is Al Ewing's X Men Red. Now it's Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants for the tie in. Yeah, purposes, which I'm like, that's cool. Yep. You, that's that's neat. It will go over there. When you're reading X Men Red, this isn't going to be in there. I bet. No, it'll just be in Sin Sinister. Exactly. I'm like, that's just, yay, hooray. Yeah. Suddenly, Marvel's desperate need to make only single issues actually pays off for once. Right. This, this is actually going to work out. So this is the Storm book where it's like Storm survived uh, away from Sinister because of her whole like I don't want to come back. She yeah. Didn't die. Yeah. So she does not have the Sinister crap in her. Yeah. So she's she's on the run and teamed up with uh, Destiny and Mystique. So mm. fun fun little grouping here. Yeah, I agree. Destiny drives me crazy. So well written. Uh, I have not been reading Ghost Rider. No. In a while, but you know I'm going to be reading Ghost Rider now. Oh yay! <laughs> ben Percy, they've watched her. Yeah, and uh, it's not just Johnny Blaze now. It looks like Danny Catch is showing up. I just. <laughs> Good. Bring him back. I hope he falls over into some garbage. <laughs> Maybe a couple of uh, biker chicks can like just, hit him. Just hit him in and the punch nuts. Him. I just literally, yeah. Yay. Yes. Maybe suicide can come back. I bet they can't. Use they cannot. No, no. That character. Don't is, kill him. Talk, kill me. Talk about problematic. Like <laughs> he is like the epitome of problematic. Um. Yeah. Yes. So like I got to get back into. It. I really did enjoy this, but it was coming out during a time where I there were so many other X titles yeah. coming out that like I couldn't keep up. I'm sorry, Ben Percy. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm reading so I'm many reading, of your books. I'm reading other books that you wrote, Ben. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um. I really loved the horror film that uh, that Percy was bringing to the table, and now that Danny's back in, just pulling me right back in there. I can't, I can't help I hope, myself when like, it comes to Danny. Problem is and it looks like he's back. Yeah, I because hope. Danny like, was well, left in a really weird place the last time we saw. Yeah, him. he was the spirit of, of uh, terrible ideas. <laughs> he was so dumb looking. Like people good. don't like Danny Ketch because he looks like some goofy uh, he... angel or. Or whatever the hell he was this time. He was an angel or no, he, got he had the, blue hellfire. And then Alaska he Alaska became... gives him something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was the spirit so of something. Unnecessary to remember. I, sometimes I'll remember it's it. Goofy. Sometimes occasionally my brain's like, it's this. And it's I'm like, this. damn it. No, forget that. But it looks like he's back to being Danny. So Good. like he touched that gas cap and became a ghostwriter again. Yeah, he was like, I'm enough of this. Does anybody remember me? No. All right. I'm going to go All back right, to now I got to come back. I just got to come back to, to being me then. Uh, and I and I guess that's. Uh, it this is my light week yeah wow is that really it for me mm. i must be missing something here that can't be it yeah where are the x-men books there aren't any <laughs> it's just storm. What, what am i gonna do i don't know maybe you'll try something different oh my gosh maybe you can read uh red goblin or guess oh wait, there's, here we go bishop's war college oh shoo there we go. Check out that book. Written by Jay. You didn't even know existed. Jay. No, I knew that was coming out. That beautiful Rob Liefeld cover. Ooh. Don't even look at it. J written by John uh, Jay Holtham. Holtham. But art by Sean uh, Damian Hill. Uh, I have no idea what this is. I just knew it was coming out. I saw it on the list. So. Yeah. That's what I got. You know. Yeah. There it's you just, have it. It's just, it's just Bishop. When you open up the cover, it, it makes the sound of a harmonica. Please don't, please don't ask them if it actually does that because it, it does not. It does not, unfortunately. <laughs> it's not going to do that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for enduring our uh, uh, my nonsense. Uh, but it, hopefully, you enjoyed this uh, this idea. Uh, I'll try to be like. Well, it, 
it's not every day they do a terrible Spider-Man event, so I won't be as long-winded. But like, how'd you like the uh, the conversation that took place beforehand? The news, mm. plus the reviews, yeah, and the wrecks. I mean, I think that's the way it's it's news, reviews, and wrecks. That's that's what Off the Rack is going to become. Wreck wraps. No, no more wreck wraps. We got a wreck. We had a. Did the guy spill something over there? Where? Against that. Look at the look at that chair. Oh, you know what it is? Somebody's somebody's shoe. They they had like ice on it or something. That's stained. Yeah, that does look like maybe water fell down. No, I didn't know it was them. Anyway, maybe a possum got in. That'd be fine. You know they don't have rabies. And they eat ticks. They are scary looking. They're scary. They, they, you know, they're only scary when you catch them in their headlights and they're like. <sighs> it's like, that's literally the only time I've seen them. I see them in cute videos on TikTok. Oh, where okay. like, they're great pets. I don't know if they You're are. You're on possum time. You probably don't touch a possum. They'll bite you. But they won't give you rabies. So you'll be okay. Um, but yeah, and they eat ticks, which is great. Like, that's the only thing I know that eats ticks besides like birds. That, that is great. And birds are terrible pets. So anyway, we'll see you guys next yeah. time with an all new episode of uh, Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Subscribe. Check out Tiffany on twitch.tv slash comic pop and watch her on YouTube. We got to get her on YouTube and get her streaming on there. But uh, in the meantime, check her out get, there. Get more of this. Look get, at this. Get more of that. Yes. Yeah. Do some more of that. See you next week.